1: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hi, I'm
2: Tanahashi, and you are listening to the New Japan broadcast. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. It is Sunday, April 10th, and... I just got done watching a great pay-per-view. Invasion Attack 2016 just wrapped up earlier this morning. We have four new champions crowned, and Damon, this is the beginning of a new era in New Japan Pro Wrestling, as Tetsuya Naito is your new IWGP heavyweight champion.
1: How about it? Yeah, we kinda we, we talked about that last week where we, we were talking, you know, strike while the iron is hot. And listen, it's hot. <laughs> it's it's hot for that uh, Naito and uh, Los Ingobernables. You, that that arena was was you know on fire for Naito. Um the, yes, they indeed. wanted to they wanted to see that title change. Um I think I think everybody wanted to see that title change. And even with all my bitching and moaning about Los Ingobernables and, and Naito as a character, and listen, this was a home run. This was this was uh There's one thing you got to say about New Japan is that they do seem to know when to strike. And this was this was the opportunity that they had and they and they went with it. And God bless them. Uh, It's uh, it is a new era. So to speak, and we'll see how long that lasts as the calendar year progresses.
2: This was a sold-out crowd, jam-packed at Sumo Hall, over ten thousand people in attendance. And was it? What ten thousand? Was it? Yes, th- at least that is the figure that uh, our buddy Kevin Kelly and uh, Steve Carino gave on the English commentary feed.
1: Okay, because uh, I got a number of a uh, little less than that, but it it, okay. it it was a it was a sellout because uh, um, I did see tweets of the uh, box office so at the box office they'll cross off the tickets that aren't available and there are not any tickets left and they tweeted out that it was sold out so it, it was a sellout um i, I got a number of 9078 was the number i got um
2: okay so maybe they gave just a tad inflated
1: number yeah you know listen you know they they, they rounded up to the nearest thousand nope <laughs> i'm not gonna hold that against them hey it's pro wrestling uh, it is pro wrestling. Um, I did notice, though, that this was a show that was um, – it wasn't a, a four to a booth, right? It wasn't four to a booth like it is on the finals of G1. Uh, there were two to a booth. Uh, but still, that's that's significant. Sell out the building. Again, we talked about it last week, Colin. You know, This was a show with, with – you know, aside from Naito, there were a lot of newbies up there that were uh, counted on to draw this house. So excellent job. That's a, that's a very good sign. Um and again, another reason why naito you know is 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 the guy at this point
2: absolutely uh, you know we both said last week there was a lot uh riding on the line with this show for new Japan pro wrestling. And I think that they really pulled it off with this one. Um, Before we even get into any uh, matches, um, I'm assuming from the few minutes that we uh, were chatting before I pressed the record button that you did watch the English commentary feed. And I have to say, I think that this was... The fifth time that New Japan Pro Wrestling officially had English commentary for uh, one of their big shows. The first time, of course, was Wrestle Kingdom 9 in January of 2015 with Jim Ross and Matt Stryker. Um, Then they did it again with uh, Kevin Kelly making his New Japan debut uh, with Matt Stryker at King of Pro Wrestling in October of last year. Then they did Wrestle Kingdom 10, uh, New Year's Dash. Um, Is that five? Was yeah,
1: th- I don't know. I lost camp. but yeah, that's at the last one they did was um, was New Year's Dash.
2: Yeah. Anyway, the last one they did was New Year's Dash. But I have to say, this was the best English commentary feed that they have had thus far, and you can really tell right from the get go that Kevin Kelly was so much more comfortable and at ease. With his uh, Ring of Honor broadcasting partner Steve Carino, I think that the both of them did an excellent job at, um, at telling stories throughout this match, giving background info, um, title history. I was very impressed.
1: Yes, and I think a lot of people are kind of they might eye eye roll a little bit, thinking, ah, well, you know, you know, Kevin Kelly's, you know, they're, they're best buds now, and 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 I'll be truthful, you know, if 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 something stunk. I'll be the first to let you know, and and all that aside, um, let me give you let me give you the things that, that I think need to be improved. Can we start there first, Colin, and then and then uh, we'll we'll move on to the uh, what I think an outstanding job, an outstanding job that Kevin Kelly did, and a very good job that Steve Carino did, and overall I thoroughly enjoyed the English commentary. All right, but let me start with things that need that need to have happen.
2: Alrighty, I think that's an excellent idea. The
1: the feed in in which New New Japan World used for the audio was horrific. Did it sound to you? And maybe it was me because I was going New Japan World Chromecast TV. It sounded like they were talking through a tin can. You think it so? Sounded- Yes, it sounded like it was. It was like AM radio levels. And, and, and am I off? Is anybody else hearing this? Well, I'll tell you how
2: I was watching it. I just connect an HDMI cable from my MacBook Pro to my television um, through a surround sound system. And honestly, uh, maybe I have to go back and give it a listen. But to my ears. It sounded fine. I could hear everything perfectly. Um, the only times that I had difficulty were when they um, piped in the dubbed in music. You yes. know, when they couldn't play the actual music, that yes. really bothered me. But
1: other than that, um, I thought that the audio quality was fine. Okay, I, it sounded to me like they were talking through a tin can. And you're you are right. When they would talk over the introductions, um, the mix was was terrible. You couldn't hear them. Um, and there were times where I was just like, guys. Don't stop talking. Right. <laughs> just let the music play out. And then, you know, they're... and here's the thing, too. They would talk over um, the, the ring introductions. And again, I, I don't mind if they if they're what they're saying is, you know, is important. Talk by all means. It was just the mix. You know, the audio mix was made it a little bit difficult listening. Again, maybe it was just me with the Chromecast. But uh, it, to me, the, the, the mix was off. The mix was off. But that's a, again, minor gripe minor grape no no big deal right yeah, yeah, that's you know
2: obviously something very minor um we did have i i saw that we had one of our followers on twitter uh, on on Twitter, excuse me saying that um he had great success um, using his Chromecast to uh, watch this event. I have to say though, I think that um, the best bang for your buck here if you want the best video quality and the best audio quality, I recommend going the uh, HDMI route um, for me that has given me no problems
1: okay yeah like my stream on the Chromecast was fine. I had no hiccups, no no nothing like that it was it was crystal clear the whole ride. no issues, no buffering, no nothing. Uh, like I said, it and it was sounded like it was more of a mixed quality on their end. Again, minor gripe, no big deal, right? Uh, did it take a little bit of steam for for? Uh, you could tell they were a little nervous starting off, and Steve Steve was a little nervous starting off. Um, there were times where they were. I felt like they were shoehorning in a lot of history, like just really g- going for broke on the history stuff. But again, minor quibble, minor, minor. Uh, 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 issue that I had no big deal it didn't take away from my enjoyment and once again it was during like the side ricochet Rapungi vice match that it really felt like they hit their groove I think the, these are guys that they're very comfortable in calling matches with with their ring of honor stuff so it was kind of like they just settled into their easy chair and uh, you know they felt like they were back at the 2300 arena and they just went for broke um I like it when Carino kind of lets go you know when he's calling like a young bucks match you know, I don't mind the super kick screaming. I I actually enjoy it. That's his shtick. I got no problem with it, and he's comfortable with I that. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and they and they they did exactly what I thought that they should be doing in the sense of let Kevin Kelly do what he does best, call the matches. Let Steve add the filler, add the add the comedy, um, add the the, uh, the interesting uh, anecdotes, uh, add the uh, stories, the history. I think they did a great job. I I really did. I I thoroughly enjoyed the English commentary. Had no issues with it whatsoever. Good job by them.
2: Yeah, one thing in particular that I really want to um, compliment them on is that you can tell that they did a lot of show prep. Those guys, they took their notes. You know, everything was clear and concise. And I I, I think... um, uh this will be more evident as we start to talk about the matches but they made matches that i wasn't exactly as excited for going in they they kind of made it feel like a big deal and uh you know why don't we just get right into it let's start off with the first match here um I think that uh, last week when we did our Invasion Attack preview, we were both sort of, uh, let's say, underwhelmed with the undercard here. Um, It started out with a tag team match, Bad Luck Fale and Yujiro Takahashi taking on Taguchi and Juice Robinson. This was your basic row to house show match. Uh, we saw Bad Luck Fall A pick up the win with the Bad Luck Fall on Juice Robinson for the pin, and I had to laugh at uh, something that Steve Carino said on commentary. He suggested that Yujiro Takahashi is going to be watching the heavyweight title main event very closely because... He could be in line for a title shot down the line.
1: <laughs> yeah, he tried to connect some dots there, and that's pretty that's good. that's fine. I doubt that, that's going to be happening anytime soon. But you that, never you know. know. Listen, you, you got you, you know, you're trying to get a blood from a stone, you know in an opening match that really doesn't have a lot of juice going into it. Pardon the pun. Uh, it had some juice. It, it had a, a little juice. But it did, they did exactly what we said they should do. And that was Fale go in there and just fucking destroy everyone, right? Exactly. You know, you know, and, that's, and, and as we saw later in the show, that, that made sense, right, that Fale would be that guy that, to just kind of sh- shrug his shoulders and be like, what the hell am I doing out here with these Jay brones right? And, and, and he took care of business. Um, no, it was quick. They were in. They were out. And here's the thing. On all these matches, there was a little bit of everything for everybody. Right, and I think th- this 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 match and uh, the, the 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 six man that followed, um, and and even Goto Ishi to a certain degree, uh, Goto Ishi Bushi Evil. You know these matches, these opening matches, they were in and they were out. They got what well, they had to get done. They, they 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 told their story, so to speak, quickly, in, out, and done. I I, I like that a lot.
2: Absolutely. Um, our second match on the undercard was a six-man tag featuring the team of Toru Yano, Sakuraba, and Yoshihashi taking on Jushin Thunderlager, Yuji Nagata, and Kojima. Um, <laughs> Steve Carino, uh, really excited for this match. And, you know, it's kind of funny because whenever we review these matches involving Kojima or Tenzan or Nagata or Nakanishi, you know, we kind of eye-roll them and we're like, oh boy, here we go but Steve Carino did a good job here at really pointing out that, hey, there's some legendary figures involved in this match. I mean, Kojima, Nagata, certainly no slouches um, when they were in their prime. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger, we don't even need to say anything. And uh, he mentioned that there were 81 years of experience between these three legends. So I, I I think that kind of helped this match in a way where it made you think like, you know what? Yeah, you know, as much as we Kind of hand wave um, their matches, you know. These are legends that we're watching in the ring here. So that was kind of just just a nice little um, touch that I like by uh, Mr. Carino.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, keep in mind that that's Carino's sweet spot too. You know, when Carino was uh, doing his stuff over there in Japan, Wrestle One and uh, uh, all the various indies that he would be working for, it was, you know, Nagata was at the top and Kojima was at the top. So um, you know, he's, he's harking back to the days when he rued the roost, uh, in Japan and in Tokyo specifically. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of experience that he can lean back on, especially when it comes to those type of guys. Um, match was good. I didn't have a problem with it so much. Uh, again, it was quick. It was easy. Did you notice the narrative? Uh, again, I don't want to hark. I don't want to just like, you know, keep focusing on the English commentary for Christ's sake, but, uh. And they picked up on our little uh, Yoshihashi bandwagon a little bit too, right? Did. Talking about Yoshihashi having a great year. Uh, I picked up on that. Don't think I didn't. Nice little uh,
2: uh, PuroCast shout-out by our buddy Kevin Kelly. Yeah, you it know? was
1: during this match, wasn't it? Yeah, he gave us a nice little shout-out once again, so that was that uh, that was that was good to hear. Um, you know, the, the North American voice, of course. Uh, <laughs> That's right.
2: Uh, um, nice little is- uh, Frankensteiner by Jushin Thunder Liger. He doesn't do that too often. Top that, rope that, Frankensteiner.
1: Listen, he'll 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 bust out he'll bust out some gems. You know, he'll 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 make his presence known as and as we'll see later on in the evening, he he will uh make his presence known even deeper, uh as we as we will see. But no, it was a fine match. Um it, again, it's hard for me to get super excited about a Kojima a Nagata Liger match, uh, you know, Sakurabo on the other side who did nothing. Um Yoshihashi, I think, carried carried the weight for his team, right? I uh you know, aside from the Yano com- uh, comedy stuff. It was Yoshihashi that was carrying the ball for their team. So, um, unfortunately, he was the one that took the fall. Um, We all kind of saw that one coming, though. But uh, good stuff, not bad, in and out. Um, And, again, it did what it needed to do um, in in helping to establish Liger and even Nagata to a certain degree, as we'll see later on in the show.
2: Exactly. And I kind of have to laugh at myself because last week when we were doing our preview, I kind of suggested uh, for the finish of this match that we could see Kojima getting the uh, pinfall on Yano to kind of get revenge on Yano, screwing him out of uh, the uh, New Japan Cup. But as you said, Yoshihashi takes the pinfall here for his team, uh, I believe with a suplex by Nagata. And yep, quick In and out, did what it needed to do. And on to the third match in the undercard here. The team of Tomohiro Ishii and Hiroki Goto taking on Evil and Bushi.
1: Well, the the things that I took away from this were, one, once again, these fans, they're all over Goto, right? They are all over Goto. Goto's got the heat. I don't know if that's, you know, just they're disappointed in the, in him joining chaos or it's just, they've just had enough of the goto. But you notice that during this match, it, it, you know, when goto was in, you know, these, these fans were all over, him. but I will say that it also, the match picked up when goto was in there. Goto was on fire. This match. I loved everything out of goto, especially uh,
2: when he was in there with evil and they were trading suplexes. That was the stuff that I enjoyed
1: the most. This crowd wanted to see, you know, big clotheslines, big hammering fists. You know, had they wanted to see that that style, you know, they were they were they were chomping at the bit for that, just like us. Um, and, and again, things picked up really big time um, with with uh, Gocho and Evil together. And f- from what it looks like, and and what it looks like, they're building to. Uh, we might just get our wish with another singles match between these two. Perfect together. Perfect together. And Evil, you know, Watanabe, whatever you want to call him. That that's a that's a perfect guy, that's a perfect guy. If you're gonna have a program, Goto is the perfect guy for evil. You know, let's keep in mind. You know, we're, we we kind of laugh a little bit at at Evil's ring introductions, you know, and his, and his gimmick and, and and his
2: lasers and his sickle. Laser,
1: yeah, we we do kind of you know we have been chuckling at him, but he's. He's doing real well for himself and he's in a big spot in a big group and a big faction that's getting a lot of spotlight And a, and a, and a program with GoTo he, we talk about how Cody Hall can learn a lot you know working with a lot of guys and uh, you know some of the young younger guys when they get in the ring with the veterans and how much they're able to learn. imagine, imagine evil after a program with with GoTo. Imagine how much better evil is going to be after this is all said and done. I, I'm excited for it. And, and to me, it's one of the most interesting things on the card. Um, we've, we circled this match as one to watch. Um, and I think the big takeaway is Goto evil. I'm thrilled for it. Uh, what, did, what did you think of this match?
2: Well, one thing I just wanted to point out, um, the match itself I really enjoyed. I I thought that um, this was the first good match of the night where we can say, hey, this was a good match. Um, I love the finish with uh, Goto giving Bushi the uh, Ushikiroshi and then... uh, Ishii hitting Bushi with the Lariato for the pinfall. Um, But one thing I wanted to point out um, commentary-wise again is the narrative of, uh, Damon, I think you know what I'm going to say, Goto getting his groove back. I think that they really told um, that story of Goto um, joining Chaos, and I I love the fact how they mentioned that, um, I forget how many times it was, that Goto challenged for the IWGP Heavyweight title and failed. So I really like that they incorporated that into the match and um it it just it just helped added to uh, it, it helped to add to this narrative of you know Goto Um, Really trying to find himself and get back in that groove and get back in the title hunt. And again, I love the brawl afterwards between Goto and Evil. And I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing more from these two. Because like you said, you know, Goto is a veteran, you know. He's an experienced veteran, former G1 Climax winner, two-time IWGP IC champion. And there is certainly a lot that uh, Evil can uh benefit from working with an, an experienced veteran like Goto. So yeah, I thought that um we saw good things in this match. I enjoyed it.
1: I, I liked you know like I said I liked the Goto. I like the evil interaction. Um Bushi I thought was a standout in this match too. I thought Bushi did very well for himself and I was a little worried that he was just going to be a guy to just take big bumps and and uh you know pretty much get smashed by the heavyweights. I was a little concerned with that. And uh you know, listen, we, we all know who was going to take the fall on this one. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure that he came out of it strong. And I think he did. The one guy that I was a little bit, uh, okay, he kind of got lost in the shuffle was Ishii. I felt Ishii kind of got lost in the shuffle in this match. Um, I, I, I didn't see him shine uh, as much as I would have liked to. But, again, it's a tag match. I think everybody else did. You know, somebody's somebody's got to take a back seat. And, and I think Ishii in this match, it was it. But Goto, Evil was the takeaway. I think everybody's excited for that.
2: Our next match was for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Titles. We saw the champions Ricochet and Matt Seidel defend against the challengers Trent Barretta and Rocky Romero Rapungi Vice. Um, I thought that this, actually, I'm going to say that I thought this was one of the best junior, you know, one-on-one junior tag matches that I have seen in a while here in New Japan Pro Wrestling.
1: That's the key. You, you saw a sink, you know, a tag match, a two teams going against each other and you didn't have the mix and the and the and the confusion and the head turning and the, you know, of, of a six man or, or you're know, not a six man, a, a, a three way dance or, you know, a three way tag or whatever the fuck you want to call it this week. You didn't have that. You didn't have the distractions of that. You had two teams, and that's what we've been clamoring for for weeks: is just put two teams in there and let them go. And this is the magic that can happen. Good stuff here. Really good stuff here. Um, you know, and listen, don't don't. We sat here for weeks talking about how it was uh, Trent Beretta getting these these pin Is it Trent Beretta now, or is it just Beretta? It seems like they're losing the Trent part. I think it's still Trent Beretta. All right. Well, let's see. You know, whatever. If it's Beretta or Trent Beretta, whatever they're we're going with. But he's a guy that's getting the falls here, right? You know, delivering the falls, getting the wins. Uh, and once again, that proved to be the case. Don't and and don't sit back on this, guys. Don't don't miss this point either. Of you know that that dude Buster that Beretta's been nailing for weeks leading up to this show. Ricochet took that pinfall, right? Yes, he did. And with uh, with that finishing maneuver where earlier, earlier, Matt Seidel kicks out. Right.
2: Well, you know what, though? Um, Ricochet actually took the strong zero, which was the uh, tag team finisher where Rocky Romero does the drop kick.
1: Ah, you're right. So Seidel, ah.
2: Seidel kicked out of the regular dude buster right. and Ricochet got pinned by the by the full strong zero. So
1: All right. So not as dramatic. Okay. But still, regardless, Absolutely. Ricochet, Ricochet takes the fall. Sidell, you know, gets the kick out. Um, all right, my point is shit now. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> but- I was just thinking about it then. And- you know.
1: I know you're right listen I, I can stand corrected. I got no problem with that uh, here's the thing with this show you're gonna see a lot of Damon kind of coming back with his with his hat in his hand you know I wasn't quite right about a lot of these things uh, nothing wrong with that I'll be the first to admit when I'm not when I'm wrong uh but I, again I, I think that the, the bottom line is is this ricochet taking the fall and once again uh Peretta uh, looking very strong in in the tag team win and in this case you know picking up belts
2: I also like the fact, and, and again, I, I know I keep harking back to this English commentary, but damn, I thought they did such a great job at addressing so many points. I loved how they were explaining how Rocky Romero really is an underrated wrestler who sometimes doesn't get the credit that he deserved, and I think it was Steve Carino who said that um, there are three people who he considers in-ring generals. One of them is, of course, the in-ring general, Christopher Daniels. Number two is C.W. Anderson, and number three is Rocky Romero, and uh, uh, Rocky Romero now a 6-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. So I, I I think that he uh he really shone in this match as well.
1: I liked him but I tell you what, I I really liked uh, Trent Perretta. Um you know, I love I don't know how legitimate the rib injury is or is isn't but you know, he was selling the shit out of those ribs. I really thought he did a great job there. I think Ricochet looked like he was a guy that that was there to impress people, right? <laughs> He put on a performance where he was kind of I don't know if he was showcasing himself a little bit, but he looked very good. He looked he he he, he came away from this match. You know, you know, people were impressed by what Ricochet was able to accomplish in this match. Um, Who do
2: you think and, he was trying to impress, Damon?
1: Uh, look, you know, I I, I, you know, <laughs> I don't know what's written in stone and what's you know what's still pending. Uh, uh, signatures are still pending. But was
2: he trying to impress one of his uncles? An
1: uncle? I, uh, <laughs> quite possibly. It might be an uncle uh, that he's trying to uh, get the shine uh look we all everybody knows the stories, so uh again, um uh, even though he did take the pinfall here he he looked very strong. I was very happy with, with what I saw from him he's gonna be sorely missed uh if that's the case uh great match I loved it uh again w- w- uh, we got what we wanted out of this in the sense of a single tag match delivered loved it.
2: And now we move on to the main event for the first half of the show here. The match that I think that most of us here uh, were looking forward to for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. We saw the champion Kushida defend against, making his New Japan Pro Wrestling debut, the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay. Damon, I have to be honest with you. When I was watching this match, I had a smile on my face and I was thinking to myself... I, I think I'm going to end up giving this five stars. I enjoyed this match more than I enjoyed the Zack Sabre Jr. match.
1: Wow. Wow, really?
2: Yes, that is how much I enjoyed this match. I love I loved the story that they told. I love the psychology. Um, there, I, I don't think that there is was any wasted motion in this match. I thought that this was a great debut by uh, Will Ospreay in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hopefully we see more of him in new japan i'd love to see him spend at least a good year there um honing his skills even more i mean the guy's so young only 22 years old yeah i thought that this was a great match which started off by uh with uh will osprey looking into the camera and uh dedicating the match the match to uh progress wrestler um chris travis who unfortunately passed away last week i believe at the age of 32 from stomach cancer um that was one of Will Osprey's friends, so I thought that was nice how he dedicated the match to him. And uh, yeah, let's let, let's let's get into the uh, the meat and potatoes here. What did you think of this match?
1: I thought it was great. Here's the one thing that I found uh, 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 amazing in in this whole thing. And again, we had this match. You know, we, we put the, the spotlight on this match for weeks now, and for we obvious all, all, reasons. Yeah, I mean, it's it. We we were super excited for it. It absolutely delivered. You know, we were worried that what if it doesn't deliver? What if it? What if, again? What if it's okay? What if this match is just nah? This match was fantastic, and let's let's give it. You know, let's give it up for for Will Osprey once again, because in in a two week, last week where we were talking about him, you know, uh, on these Evolve shows. Ripping it up and tearing it up and and delivering performances that were all inspiring and you know that we're going to talk about when it comes to match of the year contenders, right? We all we all sat here and said that we get the, the Zack Sabre Jr. match, the Ricochet match, uh, and now you know he travels overseas, takes the jet, lands in Tokyo, and does it, it does not only the same thing as in has a great match. This was a different match. This was this was a this was. A, this, this was a work the arm, you know, Kushida working the arm, trying to get the hoverboard on, um, and 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 him him being Will Osprey trying to, you know, not get caught in it. Outstanding job, you know. When we, when when everybody starts talking about selling, and I hate it. Oh, I hate when people go off on selling like they know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Here's a perfect example of a guy that nailed it in the sense of working on the arm. They worked over that arm like a motherfucker, Kushida. That that springboard move where he doesn't use his arm, he 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 flips himself into the ropes and bounces back. That was un fucking believable. That was
2: phenomenal. To uh, borrow a word from another uh, buddy of ours.
1: He doesn't use the he doesn't use his arms because he can't and and earlier in the match he tried for one and he fell flat on his face and I loved it loved that spot look Will Osprey if if we're not talking and again there's there, there are other issues that are involved when you talk about wrestler of the year right well, there are other issues there, there there's you know drawing houses and uh, you know. Uh, business considerations when we talk about wrestler of the year. But there is no one, no one that has has the resume of in 2016 that Will Ospreay has. Name me one other person that has the resume that this guy is building. And it is April 10th. It is April 10th. And this guy has got a stack, a stack of great matches a stack of matches that are either that are are solid that are deep in the fours right some of which you could argue and say five now am i giving five to this one no this is not five for me but this is solid fours and guess what this just adds to the laundry list of great matches that this kid has had in 2016 and even at the end of 2015 what a fucking year this kid is having! Uh, here, but here's what here's what I'm, I'm a little shaky on, and I did send some text out almost immediately after the three count was obtained by Kushida, and Will Ospreay loses the match. Was concerned. Was concerned because there has been some rumbles, right? There has been some rumbles that the contract that was signed really wasn't a contract that was signed, right? And that, you know, what we thought was maybe a one year deal wasn't really a one year deal. I don't know. I don't know as of right now, as as I'm recording this. And to be truth be told, I've been checking this phone that's sitting in front of me uh, you know, constantly, constantly hitting refresh, looking for some new information. You have a
2: refresh button on your phone?
1: Well, I mean, Twitter and like text (laughs) messages. I I have an iPhone Seven that has a new refresh button. Wow! Uh, Yeah, it's the newest thing. It's hot. Damon's the third member of the Time Splitters. (laughs) I'm trying to look, uh, but my my point being is, Colin, it's certainly not about technology. It's about what the fuck's going on with Will Osprey. Is this just a one shot deal? Is this uh, just a, a short term deal? Is this a one year deal? Is he working elsewhere? Is he going to be in this cruiserweight uh, uh, uh rigmarole that well, we're all uh pointing to i know that you had concerns yeah can, early, can, can we peel
2: me. back the curtain a little bit here peel back my curtains you hot <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh i might have to edit that one now probably mm-mm, not mm-mm. probably not leaving that one in uh yeah so i, I was texting you over the weekend because i was thinking about this match long and hard and okay <laughs> yep there we go this, this 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 puro cast is full of double entendres as That's they say tandra. yeah no, but seriously, I was thinking about this, and um, we all know the uh, the hullabaloo surrounding this World Cruiserweight tournament that a uh, certain other Western company is having, and we know uh, a lot of the uh, participants in that.
1: Um, one C C W right? You're talking about the CZW tournament? No, <laughs> yes, of course. Naturally. Okay. What? Okay.
2: So we know Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be competing in that. Um, I'm going to say Ricochet uh, is, is probably going to compete in it, but Will Ospreay... And we, we we know that there were scouts, let's say, who saw that Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Will Osprey match um, over WrestleMania weekend. And come on, they would have to be just foolish to not offer that guy some sort of a deal um, after um, seeing that match. I mean, he's clearly uh, by far, um, I'm going to say, the, the most talented cruiserweight ever. Uh, in the world right now um that style of wrestling he is just i'm i'm gonna say that he has even surpassed ricochet at this uh, at at this point and that is saying a lot and 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 again the guy is only 22 years old and like you were saying we saw a different side of will osprey in this match this wasn't just um you know flippy doodle moves you know we saw we saw him um exhibit a uh a poise and a maturity in the ring that you know you just don't see from uh, twenty-two year olds.
1: I agree. Look, but here's the thing, Colin. I don't care if Vince McMahon was sitting there selling popcorn in that arena for a while. I think he was, was actually. <laughs> awesome I think I saw he that. Really was. Who wants fucking popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't matter because if 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 he saw and, and again we're sitting here speculating. We have no hardcore facts. We have no nothing. But
2: we didn't hear if, any words from the street
1: no street Uh, i i I, unfortunately the street has been very silent uh in in this look we don't we don't know we don't know the situation but if there is a contract signed whether it's for you know a six month deal or a one-year deal or whatever it is you know wwe can't do shit right they can't do shit so that is what it is it depends on what the deal was with new japan now is new is, is WWE sending people there to look at people? And again, evolve has this kind of semi working relationship kind of thing going on, you know, with, uh, you know, I don't want to say that they are a feeder system to NXT at this point, but you know, we all know that there is that, uh, you know, relationship that's going on with, with, uh, the, the, these, um, you know, uh, evolve, uh, promotion. There's some heavy
2: petting going on. shall yeah, we say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's great. Heavy petting. I'm, I'm down with that. Um, imagine Will Ospreay after that 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 seasoning in New Japan you know he's only going to get better he's only going to get better naturally now, you know i know that WWE has this cruiserweight uh, schmoz that's going on uh, and they then they would love to scoop up a talent like will ospreay but it really all just depends on hey does this guy have a deal with new japan on the table now him coming in and losing has me questioning it does have me questioning it and i'm not going to lie i did uh,
2: change my uh prediction over the weekend i said you know what i think kushida's walking away with the belt
1: you did he He's there retaining. is a text message that was uh sent to me uh from one colin miller uh that stated that fact um again it 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 it, it is telling i think the, the the days and weeks to come it's going to tell quite a story here of of where will osprey land you know and uh, on paper, that cruiserweight tournament that really looks really 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 good. Pretty- I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't sit here and lie. Um, <laughs> and 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 it is taking a little, little bit of the shine away from that that uh, top of the super junior, right? Yeah, and
2: don't forget we have the super J Cup as well this the, year.
1: Uh, yeah, the super J Cup. That, that's what I was referring to originally. Um, you know, we we sat here and we we had our cocks out. You know, just you know, ready to go. With the thought of like a ricochet and and Will Ospreay. I was
2: doing I a Doc see. Gallows uh, gimmick.
1: <laughs> we were swinging it. I think everybody was. I think it, you know, and and the idea of maybe you know Red Dragon and um, uh, Roppongi Vice being involved, and you know there was there was a lot of sweet matchups that we were all looking forward to. That I don't know. Now it's a little shakier. It's not as not as juicy as maybe it once was. And again, they have the other promotions that are going to be involved, I understand. And 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 that's going to be exciting as well. But two guys that you know, Will Ospreay and, and Ricochet that, that that would be in this tournament, it's debatable now. You know, and I, I don't know if that's gonna be the case. Can that's I? A little, that's a little disappointing. Damon McDonald. Yes. Can I put you on the spot right now? Mm-hmm.
2: Gun to your head. Yes or no answer is Will Ospreay going to be involved in this Global Cruiserweight tournament? Yes or no? No. I'm saying yes. Okay. I'm I am giving a definite yes. I don't see how he could not be.
1: Again, it's it's a, if he put his name to a piece of paper saying that I we have your ass for a year or 6 months or whatever the case may be, he's not going anywhere. I mean, I
2: hope I'm wrong. I want to see him stick around in New Japan for at least a year because like you were saying, think of all the all the amazing matches he can have and all the people that he could work with and get even further seasoned. But I you know, at at this point, you know, if I'm sticking my neck out, I am going to say yes. I'm, I'm I'm saying that we're going to see him in this Global Cruiserweight tournament. Again, I hope I'm wrong.
1: I wish somebody would text me. I know it's 3 o'clock in the morning in Tokyo right now, For for fuck's sake. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm somebody. i important here. People are blowing me off. What's this sleep shit? Come on. Text me back, please. We need answers. Um, again, it really depends on what was signed. That's, that's, that's going to be the telling tale in all of this, Colin Miller.
2: But uh, just to kind of wrap up some of the things from this match, um, we saw we saw so many great spots, and it's almost hard to take notes during these matches, especially these these uh, junior matches, because the action's quicker than a hiccup, uh, as they <laughs> say. Um, <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I think good old Jr. used to say that. Uh, Am I wrong? I uh, guess I I
1: I'll be truthful. <laughs> I haven't listened to much Jr. anymore. I I have not been you know, in love with JR on Axis. I haven't watched an Axis TV show in I don't know how long. Yeah, All right, anyway, I, I, I
2: only watched the one with uh Kushida and uh, Kyle O'Reilly, which was great by the way, but I digress. Um I love the spot where Osprey goes for the Rainmaker and then Kushida counters that into the Hoverboard lock. How about that one?
1: Yeah, and then Kushida did the uh I mean this whole this whole match was built around the arm and and I love that. uh It was different. It was different and it wasn't, you know it was it was it wasn't anything new, but it was something I haven't seen from yeah. Will Osprey. That's a great, yeah. It, I think I think you nailed it right there. I think you nailed it right there. Um, listen, I love this match. I think I think people will talk about this match when it comes to, at the very least. Um, I, I'll tell you what, and I know I do this sometimes. I listen back to the show and I think, man, will you just complete a fucking thought, Damon? <laughs> but I'm going to complete this thought. What a what a month April's been. Yeah, how are they, you know, Voices of Wrestling, they do this um, uh, every month, they they do a, uh, you know, best match of the month, and people will vote for, you know, what they thought was the best match of the month. Um, April's been a fucking kick-ass month, I don't know, I don't know what's going to win, and I don't know, uh, I don't know where this is going to go, um, I, I really think that, that April, you know, you got that Nakamura-Sammy Zayn match, that was, that was really great, um, you got, you know, at least two, probably three, Will Osprey matches that are going to be in that running. Um, the six man uh, tag at the, at the at that last uh, Evolve show over the weekend was pretty fantastic. There's been a lot of good shit this, you know, um, and and even stuff from this card. You know, uh, this this Kushida Will Osprey match is going to be talked about. I don't know what's going to walk away with the title this 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 month. It's going to be a rough one. Um, and for, and here's the thing too, though. This is probably the best match so far in the month and probably will be the best match in April. Gun to your head. Mm -hmm. This match, Kushida-Will Osprey, you said better than the Zack Sabre Jr. match, right?
2: I'm going to say, just for me personally, this match actually has more rewatch value than that one because of the story that was told inside the ring.
1: Okay. I, I I I liked the Zack Saber's junior match a, a smidge better, but I thought I thought this match was fantastic. Um, did you see the Ricochet one?
2: I did not see the Ricochet one, and also I was going to bring up he had yet another match with Marty Scurll that I heard yep. was fantastic as well. Did you see that one?
1: No, I didn't see that one yet, but I heard that was very good as well. Yes. Um, okay, then let's let's put our chips on the table. This match, or. Nakamura,
2: Zane. Nakamura Zane. To me, uh, Nakamura Zane was just an instant classic.
1: Okay, all right, fair enough. You see what Dave rated it? Yeah,
2: (laughs) and you know what? I was I I was texting you and I was bitching about that. Okay, so Meltzer gate. Here's what blows my mind about Big Dave sometimes, and you know this is certainly no slight against him, but I just find it fascinating his system of rating sometimes so he gave nakamura zane what was it um four and a half
1: uh four and a half yeah i think so
2: he gave that four and a half yet he gave the icy spot fest ladder match at wrestlemania he gave that like four and a quarter right yeah. so that implies that nakamura zane was wasn't really that much better than this six-man clusterfuck uh, IC ladder match that meant absolutely nothing. I, I don't
1: understand the, the the logic behind that, but, you know, uh, whatever. But Here's the thing, they, and Dave has said before, and, and again, I don't want to get into a, a Dave argument here, because here's the thing, when it comes to rating matches, you go with your gut, right? And I really feel that. And, and again, we talked about it before, you feel matches, and... You know, and what he does, and what he has said that he does, is he watches the match. He goes with his gut and doesn't think a, a, a drop about it later on. And I can respect that for him. With, with him, he, he's watched more wrestling than I have. He has. I mean, Me and too. I watch. A, and I he and I have watched a fuck ton of wrestling. I'm, and I guarantee you, he's watched more. Um, but that's his opinion, right, of what what that is. Now, again, he's he's also said that um, he's felt that the you know. The, the, the nakamura performance you know wasn't five um he felt that you know what he what he did in the ring you know he left stuff on the table that he wouldn't have done in japan do i necessarily feel that way no i, I don't. still don't
2: see that by the way i, don't. I still and again, don't there were it.
1: some small moves and things that he didn't do and we had some people point that out on twitter and absolutely this and that's that's accurate um, there are some moves he didn't do. You're
2: getting super nitpicky at yeah, that point, n- though. Like,
1: I, I think so too. I think so too. Um, you're seeing I, like again, the
2: lint on the sweater, like and just picking it off. Like, no.
1: But, I mean, again, but the, but I'm not gonna knock people for fucking you know rating matches. You know, no. rating matches. Is, I mean, if you if like if he came to the table and said that was a three star match, I'd be like, all right, Dave. I don't know. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I would just be like, you know, I, I don't know where he's coming from. Um, to me, there's not that much of a big of a difference of a of between a four and a half and a five. To be truthful, I really don't think the, that's a that's a big that's a big deal. Um, and look, yeah, but he he didn't go full marks. That's fine. But there's plenty of people that did. And and and, and uh, you know, I went five. Uh, I and there's another thing too. I think the replayability of that match is tremendous. I probably watched that match four times. Yes, exactly. From, from bell to bell, it was just such an enjoyable ride. Um, okay, so you're saying that this match is below that match?
2: I'm saying that um, Kushida you know, versus Will Ospreay is yep. is, is below Nakamura Zane? Is that the question? Yes,
1: that is the question.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say that uh, Nakamura Zane, again uh that was an instant classic. Now, if I go back and I watch Kushida versus Will Osprey again, um I could see myself, you know, watching that a few more times and that becoming one of my favorite matches of 2016. I truly do.
1: Okay. So when we when we tally this all up Colin, when when we look at this, this is the second best match of a fantastic week, two-week stretch. This is this is your second favorite match. That's that's big praise.
2: Yeah, I, I guess that is high praise, isn't it?
1: That is high praise, and, and and I think it's right up there. I think it's right up there. It's a smidge for me, a smidge, of, 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 an ass hair below the 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 uh, evolve match with with uh, Zack Sabre Jr.
2: Smidge, and that, tiny bit, and that's fair because that Zack Sabre Jr. match was amazing. Please, if you haven't seen that, you know, uh, scope it out somewhere. It's it it's it's something to see. I I, I think I think I posted a uh, tweets on our uh, Twitter at PuroCast. I said if I was gonna show somebody like sit somebody down and say hey this th- this is the 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 twenty first century version of what pro wrestling is, I would show them that Osprey Zack Sabre Jr. match.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, again, we're splitting hairs, but I think uh, this this match with Kushida is, is an outstanding match. It's going to be tough to crack, you know, the the best matches of this month. Uh, it might get lost in the shuffle, but don't let it. It's it's very good. If you haven't seen it, obviously you want to watch this match. Uh, for me, over and above just about anything else on this show.
2: So at the end of this match, um, Kushida catches Will Osprey off the top rope in. I don't even know what to call that move, so I'm not even going to attempt to uh, give it a name. He catches him in the hoverboard lock, um, struggles for quite some time, and Will Ospreay ultimately taps, taps out, yeah. and then we saw the beginning of a news story How after about this, this match was over. Crazy Uncle Jushin coming out, you know, yeah. congratulating Kushida on his victory, but saying, hey, I I am uh, I'm coming after that title. I'm looking to become a 12 time IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. I'm pumped for that
1: match. I I am too and I don't want to let my fanboyism get in the way. You know, I'm thinking, well, you know, this is there's a lot of people that that, you know, could have great matches with Kushida and a lot of youngsters in this junior division and, and you know, we talk about how stacked the junior division is and Uh, you know, part of me was like, oh man, uh, you know, it's just the right thing, but you know what? I kind of let that go for a little bit. And I was so (laughs) thrilled seeing Liger in there. I'm ready to go. You know, listen, the ace of the nineties versus the ace of uh, the juniors now. Uh, I'm all in. I, I like this. I, I really do. And and, and, I, and it is, does seem a little bit hypocritical of me because I'll sit here and I'll sit here and I'm like, ah, Shibata, I'm not excited about Tenzan. I'm not excited about Nagata. I'm not excited about Kojima. I'm not excited about the old guys getting in there. I saw them before and I wasn't thrilled when they were at their peak and now I'm going to see them now. Eh, I'm in. I'm in on Liger. I'm in on Liger. And here we go. Here we're talking about, Colin. And we said this before on this very show about how you know Liger has this gimmick. It's the greatest gimmick in all of pro wrestling, where it hides his his flaws. He doesn't look like a fifty some odd year old man underneath that costume. And every once in a while, during a calendar year where we need Liger to come through in a big spot, we're gonna put the shot. We're gonna shine the spotlight on you one more time. He delivers. He delivers. And guess what? They're going to the bank again. And I am looking forward to this. Again, we've said this before. Is this the last run for Liger? Is this it for Liger? Is this is he's got one he, he's got at least one more shot. Now, my question to you, Colin Miller, is when do they do this match? Is this a Dantaku match, do you think? Or is this like a road chew main event? Type to Don, uh, Dantaku. So it was a road to Dantaku main event in some small town in Japan somewhere. You know, yeah. uh, leading up to the show, or, or we, are we putting this on Dantaku?
2: It's funny you should mention Dantaku because as they were making um, a lot of future matches um, during this event, which, which, which by the way, a lot of future uh, matches were made um, earlier this morning. I almost forgot about Taku. I was skipping ahead to Dominion in June and then like halfway through, I realized, Oh, wait a minute. We have Dantaku in May. So yep. I, you know what? I, I, I kind of hope that they save this for Taku and they don't, and they don't waste this on a uh, road too, because like you said, when the spotlight is on Liger, I mean, Hey, he's 50 years old, but go back uh, last year and, you know, Watch that match that he had with AJ and Rev Pro watch the match even that he had against Tiger mask in December um, the guy can still go and I think if you put him in the ring with Kushida um, we're in for a
1: treat they had a match was wasn't it during the super Juniors right um last year wasn't wasn't it kushida you know kushida won the match to get, get to the finals wasn't it versus liger yeah, wasn't it? Am I, am I mistaken? I have
2: to go back and check that out. I'm not sure at the moment.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm really, I, I think so. And it was a great match. It was a really good match. Um, so, no, I'm all in. I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it, I, I hope they make it Dantaku. I wouldn't have a problem if they put this in a big spotlight on a road too. I wouldn't have a big problem with that. You know, they, they got to sell houses along the way. Um, yeah, if you I'm put in. this
2: on a Corkin show, I mean, sure, that wouldn't yeah. be the worst thing in the world. Well,
1: I would uh, that would be great if this was on a Corkin show. Uh, on a on a road to Dentaco. I would love it. That would be great. I, I as a matter of fact, I gotta be honest with you, I think it would be even a better match if it was there. I'm 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 pushing for that. I'm pushing for a Corican hall. Main That'd event. Be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in for that. And here's the thing, because I think it would be a little bit more appreciated That's true. in that building. And again, I sat here and I said, you know, I was in Fukuoka. I was in the building. And again, this was Alex Shelley against Kenny Omega, so take that for what it's worth. Um, An underrated
2: they, match, in my estimation. But
1: I, I thought so. I too. digress. I yeah, and I was sitting there saying, like, why? Why are these people getting up? And they were going to the bathroom, and they. It, so it didn't feel like it was a crowd that appreciated the juniors as much to me. Um, and even during it was was a Bucks. Uh, the the they had a, a three team schmaz for the titles. It was Bucks and. Uh, who else was in that? I just remember the Bucks won. They, they, From they last won. year's
2: Fukuoka show,
1: yeah, they won the IWGP Junior Belts there. Um, but it was like a schmas. Um, a lot of Bret Hart schmas. I'm in a Bret Hart frame of mind.
2: Today. <laughs> I've been in a Bret Hart frame of mind all week.
1: <laughs> really? Why?
2: Ah, uh, I I I listened to that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, his podcast where he reviewed. Uh, Wrestlemania and you know he's (laughs) I I I just have to mention this I love how how he starts off he sets the tone so perfectly you know they start off with 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 the ladder match and he just says boy what a piece of shit this match turned out to be (laughs) and that and it just escalates from there so check that out if you haven't already you'll uh I I love Bret Hart anyway
1: Bret's becoming the new (laughs) Jim Look, so anyway, my point being is that uh, I wouldn't want this match at Dontaku because I don't think the crowd would be as into it uh, as it would be in Cork and Hall. Fair point. Just my my opinion, my my observation. And again, um, this this might be a perfect example of of how people kind of shit on. Uh, the fact that there are uh, non Japanese versus non Japanese in this matches and they don't get over. Okay. Uh, in Fukuoka, I think that, that that could be accurate. I think that could be accurate. Um, but th- the juniors as a whole, I just don't feel like this crowd eats up the junior stuff as much as Tokyo might. Let's put this on a row, too. Shall I be all in for that?
2: So that was the first half of Invasion Attack. We went to an intermission where they showed a video package for the G1 Climax 26, which is going to start on Monday, July 18th, and it's going all the way to uh, Sunday, August 14th. Of course, the the uh, last three shows taking place at Sumo Hall in Tokyo. Yeah, so, 19
1: dates, right? 19.
2: Yes, you are correct.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. Listen, there, I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at this video and I'm seeing that, you know, the map of Japan and there is zooming in on the city and they're, you know, announcing the dates. And I'm like, I'm going to go back.
2: You're on the American air <laughs> website, right?
1: Not American air. That's for fucking sure. Um, but then, you know, all that excitement and all that, that, that uh, juice flowing through me, I was like, uh, mm, remember the heat. <laughs> remember how ungodly uncomfortable it was. Uh, so then I instantly said, mm, "I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass." And here's the thing, too: they're not doing like they did last year, um, where they went three at Corkin and, and then followed it up with three at Summa Hall. Right? Uh, yeah, they're they're splitting that up. So that would be, you know, I don't think that would be as advantageous. But I will say this, Colin Miller: there is a lot of scuttlebutt on the uh, McDonald household in the McDonald household. Uh oh, about a trip to uh tokyo dome i think I'm, i think i think it's gonna happen i think it's gonna happen i think i I think i'm heading off to the dome this year well
2: yeah. you might see me there <laughs> oh all right yeah well, you listen. just may see me there
1: all right well listen we'll see what happens but, after uh, i yeah.
2: come back from tokyo disney of course
1: Ooh, why would you go i mean I, I don't know i can't say why would you go why there, would you go to
2: tokyo disney are you kidding me
1: no why would you go there you're right. not at disney yeah I'm not. A, no, let's not go off on a I'm zero. I'm zero Disney guy. Um, and it, like, there's so much to see in Tokyo and so much to do. Like, I would be like, I'm going to sit here and look at fucking goofy. Get up the street. <laughs> no way. Um, yeah. So there has been some chatter about that. So I'm uh, a little excited for that. So we'll see what happens. All right. Let's get back into the show here.
2: All right, so second half of the show starts off with a match for the never open weight six man titles. The elite, the champions, defending their titles against Hiroshi Tanahashi, Michael Elgin, and making his return to the ring, Yoshi Tatsu.
1: Well, I was I was thrilled for him. I was I was really really happy to see him walk to the ring and get his own. You know, he got his own music. He got his own entrance. Uh, good for him, man. That that you know, you look back at some of those tweets, man. I, I got to be honest with you. I didn't think the guy was going to. I thought the guy was, and I'm not joking about this. The guy seemed very depressed at at, at minimum, and almost suicidal. at some Some of these tweets you were reading, you're just like, oh my god, is this guy okay? Is this guy gonna be all right? Like it, just mentally. Um, and they yeah. mentioned it
2: on, on on commentary as well. They alluded to um, his uh, lack of voice, uh, shall we say, during that Wrestle Kingdom show and the New Year Dash show, where uh, he didn't. You know, we talked about it with Kevin Kelly himself. He didn't. He kind of just sat back and didn't have a whole lot to contribute. So I like how they incorporated that um, on, on commentary as well and into the Yoshihashi com- or excuse me, Yoshitatsu comeback story. Yeah,
1: well, Yoshihashi's got a pretty nice comeback story that she does, too, at least from work work, work rate perspective. Um, I, I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who else shined in this Kevin Kelly and uh, Steve Carino. I think they did a great job. Each and every time they were going for that Styles clash, man, they, 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 they sold it. You and know, Omega tried
2: to go for it early, too.
1: Yeah, right out of the gate. And there was another spot. And, again, I, I don't want this to be the uh, Stroke Kevin Kelly uh, ep- episode of the podcast. But, again, where credit is due, credit is due. We're
2: going to change the name of the podcast to that, by the way. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, the Kevin Kelly Stroke himself? Yep. Uh, Stroking stroke Kevin Kelly here on the podcast. I'm sure he'll um, love that. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Have a logo. It would be wonderful. Um, <laughs> Uh, the one where he—they're doing the, uh, the 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 cold spray, right? They're doing the cold spray, and everybody. And uh, there was one spot where uh, uh, the faces, if you were, the Elgin and the uh, Tanahashi and the uh, Yoshitatsu—they're you know, spraying everybody, you know, making the big comeback, and. Uh, Kevin Kelly was a you know he did like a Bobby Heenan thing where he's like oh my monitor's out I didn't see what's going on. Here. Carino did that. <laughs> oh, was it Carino? Yes, I was, I was giving full marks to Kevin Kelly. Oh, no, was no, that was,
2: that was Carino doing the well, doing the Bobby Heenan spot.
1: That was great. I, I actually laughed out loud. I'm glad you that. caught that too because that Absolutely. was one of the high points for me as well. Yeah, my monitor is <laughs> Uh Yeah, that was really funny. And it's the great. same
2: monitor that they're sharing too, by yeah, the way. It really <laughs> was. It
1: seemed like it was one. Um, <laughs> all right, so fuck. All right, Kevin Kelly, take away the marks. Pass them over to Steve. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, no, Carino gets a lot of marks for me. And, and like I said, at at, at the uh, top of the hour here, you could really tell that um, Kevin Kelly was able to you know, just get in there and ease into it a lot quicker than with mass striker and look um i'll say it i i tend to enjoy mass strikers commentary more than some people but this was the this was better carino did a better job than striker and obviously um kevin kelly has a much better chemistry uh than he ever did with striker on these shows so there you go
1: i agree but listen i still got text messages from people not liking carino really yeah, there's people that 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 listen. There's there's an audience out there for everybody, but there's an you know to to me, I liked it. Um, yeah, I got some text messages. You know, uh, the jokes got on you know people's nerves and you know. I didn't know, even think up. there were that many. I didn't think so either. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't feel. But you know, I I gotta be fair. I gotta be fair and you know and say that you know I think the 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 majority of people thought kevin kelly did a great job uh i think it's you know I, I would say right now it's 75 25 you know positive for steve um again i don't want to get this too much into the fucking commentary but um yeah i got some text messages you know from people who 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 you know were a little down on carino but i loved him i thought it was great I, I see but i like his shtick i like his i like his stuff you know i think he's funny i think he's legitimately funny so uh i got no problem with it all right so um i'll tell you what the one thing i did like about the six-man tag was uh Elgin? How about Elgin? That one spot with the Meltzer driver where he catches one of the bucks in midair, yeah, how about and it, it? Tosses him out I'm like Jesus Christ, what a fucking spot that was. Um, we,
2: we we talked about also last week how, um, uh, during these elite matches, uh, before the match starts, uh, Kenny Omega always talks into the camera, mm-hmm. and this was another highlight for me. You know, he he uh he kind of goads the cameraman to come over to him, And you know, he's like, Hey, get Come on, get the fuck yep. over here! Yeah, and he's like, get the fuck over here, right? <laughs> I right, know, get over right? And uh, I'm paraphrasing here. I, I can't remember exactly what he said word for word, but he said, "You know, I know a lot of you people wasted your money and your time on a show last weekend. So, you know, for all you fans and for all you wrestlers uh, out there, watch this."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was. Listen, I enjoy it. Um, this was this was a Ring of Honor slash pro wrestling gorilla match, wasn't it? Yeah, it, uh, it, you know, it it totally was. And and a little smattering of DDT stuff. It's kind of funny that you know they they were jumping off the same balcony that uh you know DDT show Abushi did uh a couple of weeks earlier at, 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 in the same building. Um, I we got to say this. Did you see the spot with Cody Hall?
2: Yeah, um, there was uh, rumblings of, of, of Cody Hall getting injured there.
1: Not rumblings. He legitimately got fucked up. Yeah. Um, they took him to the hospital. Wow. Um, if, if you check out uh, Young Buck's uh, Twitter feed, uh, they, 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 they there's some scary moments there. They, well, they, they brought out like a stretcher. Like if you watch the match, you'll see in the background at ringside, they're bringing out like the, the hard plastic stretcher. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I then- thought that was, you know, part, part of the uh, shtick.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too, but apparently not. Apparently, he really messed himself up pretty decently. Um, Apparently, everything is okay, Um, and I put that in the old air quotes, but, yeah, Cody Hall, if you watch that, you know, uh, one of the bucks does the moonsault or the dive or whatever, you know, wipes out everybody. Um, Cody Hall, being the tallest guy in that pile, he takes the brunt of it, and he lands, you know, back of his head and his neck. Um, It seemed very serious at the time, but so, uh, look, you know, I sat here a couple weeks ago, and, I'm, you know, and I – you know, kind of, and again, it wasn't about wagging the finger at, at Cody Hall. It's just kind of like me wagging the finger at everybody else, saying, I don't see where everybody else is seeing. We both did. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want anybody to get hurt, for Christ's sake. No, no certainly. But, but not. Any stretch of the imagination. So uh, yeah, I'm hoping, fingers crossed. I, it seems like everything was okay, but it was a little bit scary there. And, I, and again, I was with you, Colin, thinking, you know, they're really selling it. <laughs> and I guess that's how they're going to take him out of the match. Um, but no, apparently it was something pretty serious, pretty yeah. Serious.
2: And I, and I literally hopped on here to record with you as soon as I got done uh, watching the show this morning, so I didn't even get to uh, go online or uh, go on Twitter and um, you know read anything. But I just wanted to read a few things uh, from Matt Jackson's Twitter here. He says we just left the hospital. Cody Hall is going to be okay, no fractures, no concussion, but he's pretty banged up. He sends his love and he also says put things in perspective. Seeing one of your buddies get hurt, this is so dangerous. Be safe friends we're we're all family in this wild circus so that that pretty much sums it up
1: yeah it's that's a scary that's scary you know that's not good you know when, you, when you're legit carting somebody out on a stretcher and and, and uh they're talking about fractures and yeah, accidents happen Yeah well, so we know that more often you know we, we got a guy in that match in that very match where accidents happened <laughs> you know accidents did happen now, the guy was on the shelf for 18 months with a with a you know the the steel halo um you know, questioning if he's ever going to be able to uh, compete in an athletic endeavor, let alone pro wrestling again. Um, who did you know what he didn't do a lot? He didn't do a, a, a ton of stuff. He did just enough. I think he did. I think he did fine. And I was super proud of him. Uh, when we're talking about Yoshitatsu. Um, Tatsu, you know that was and- you know that was really good. And for him to come back, and again, you know uh, Elgin Tanahashi and. Uh, uh, um Yoshitatsu winning with the never belts the the hot potato belts right (laughs) we sat here and said it wasn't going to happen lo and behold it did and I think this is smart I like this they even said that
2: on commentary too they called they called it that that they said that the belts have been sort of a hot potato and uh yeah Yoshi Yoshitatsu Elgin and Tanahashi are the fifth never uh open weight six-man uh tag champions since the belt's inception in January of this year
1: Fourth, fourth of January. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hot potato belt. i yeah, find fine. That's right. uh, and this this might be a good thing. You know, Tanahashi needs to rest. He doesn't need a big program. Um, and and, and uh, you know, here's the, here's all the other takeaways. So one, the return of Yoshi Yoshitatsu, which is fantastic. Two, um, Cody Hall again, kind of getting banged up, and we'll, let's see, you know, how his his spring and summer turns out with his injury, if it's serious or not. Uh, hoping for the best. Three. We got what we wanted to hear, Colin Miller. We got, yes, something we, that we, were, we got something that we have been clamoring for. We got a good little gift. We got a package in the mail. We got something shiny and bright and sparkly, and we can't wait to open it up, and that is Michael Elgin, Kenny Omega, Intercontinental Belt. I'm all in.
2: And what's interesting about that is it almost didn't it look like to you that Omega was the one that made the challenge to Elgin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it was kind of, yeah, you could say that, but it, uh, listen, I don't, I don't give a shit who's making the challenge. I love the fact that this is happening. This is something that we have to look forward to. Um, I'm, I, I am, I, I, we sat here and said, you know, bright things are coming from Michael Elgin. bright, hang in there, champs, hang in there, everybody. This is going to be good. This is going to be a good little ride. Here it is. It's, it's here. It's here right now. Love it. I'm all in.
2: I love the trash talking that
1: Omega was doing. You yeah. he saying, "Hey,
2: I'm the pound for pound, I'm the strongest motherfucker in New Japan." <laughs> I, I, I that was great.
1: I know. <laughs> a lot of a lot of cussing, a lot of a lot of potty mouth there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, uh It was all, all over th-
2: the place uh th- th- this morning, I feel.
1: Yeah. What do you think of the match? Give me give me uh give me give me quality. Where you put where you putting your stars?
2: Um well, I know, you, you I know you're not
1: a star guy. I know you're not a star guy.
2: I am a star, but I'm not a star guy. Yeah. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Uh well I well let, let, let me preface this by saying that if this is what these Never Six man titles uh are going to be about, if we're gonna see just, you know, fun kind of car crash uh matches like this, I'm all in. Um I think it's great. Um I'm gonna give this three and three and a half stars. Three and a half. Yeah. Three okay, and a little half.
1: Higher. I I might go a little bit higher than that um i might i might i might smell for i might i might sniff for really uh yeah maybe high threes fours yeah okay I thought this was really good i really like this match i, don't yeah. I, I enjoyed it no,
2: I, I i enjoyed the hell out of it um you know we saw like, like like i said sometimes when i'm taking notes during these matches and this was one of those matches you know shit is happening on the screen and, 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 and i'm trying to keep <laughs> up and write everything down i mean we saw so many uh cool spots during this especially with uh Michael Elgin, he did a lot of his cool power spots where he did he does the double suplex on the box and uh, double German on the box. And he was the one who actually picked up the pinfall here with a super Elgin bomb on, I believe it was Nick Jackson for the pinfall. And mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite things that the elite does is that, that Terminator spot, dun, 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 where Omega <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> does yeah, the, the Simton. The- Love yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, looks, and they're good. We said it last week. You know, they, they should be distancing themselves from the Buller Club by any any way they can. And um, that was
2: kind of alluded to on commentary later down the line. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, as we move on. Um, yeah. So and,
1: and, and so. We, so again, the, the takeaways. You know, those two things, those three things, and then lastly, you know, as as Michael Elgin and uh, uh, Yoshitatsu um, celebrate their. Win! They're 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 you know Michael Elgin getting his first taste of gold here in New Japan. Uh, there was a a brutal attack, Colin Miller, uh, and unfortunately, it's something that we've seen already. For Christ's <laughs> sake, And we were well, crying. We didn't want to see it. So, in one second, we had something great that we were they were like, oh my god, this is fantastic! It's finally happening, Elgin and Omega, and then we we turn back the hands of time and we're, we're we're two years ago we saw this
2: what did i say last week you know when we were uh, we were re- reviewing the road to show and we were talking about how falle caused that ruckus in the crowd at corican and he was throwing chairs into the ring one thing one one thing that you you have to say about new japan pro wrestling they don't do things for no reason even if it's something like this that you don't necessarily want to to see, you know that flip out by Fale was to set up for this. It ha- everything happens for a reason in New Japan, and you have you have to say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's you know, it feels to me that it's a guarantee that we're going to see Fale Tanahashi. Um, I'm all in, Damon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all in. Hey, okay, what the hell? Um, I'm not in. I'm dipping my toes in. Hey, again, if anybody, you know, if if I'm gonna have Fale in the ring. I'm gonna. I want to have him in the ring with Tanahashi. He's the one guy that can pull magic out of him. Um, they've never really had a bad match together. Those two. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Not bad? No, no. I can't think of anything bad. Um, they've had okay, um, and then they've had what I thought were very good, bordering on great matches. Um, I don't want to see it again. Damn it! Ah, I was disappointed. I got to be honest with you. I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, I I was I, in one minute I was elated and and fist pumping and and on the edge of my chair and then the next minute I'm like ah oh, you got to be because they cut to the count, they, they, like they you know they they had Elgin I shot at Elgin with the belts coming going to, you know to the back and then you heard Kelly and Carino kind of say oh wait a minute somebody's hit the ring and oh no and then and and then they shot back and you saw Fale and you're like ah mother. Fucker, it's fall God damn it. I was
2: okay with it, actually.
1: I suppose we've been done. But I
2: knew it was coming, though. That's the thing. Oh, you did. Because they set it up from the Road 2 show,
1: you see? All right. You're you're right, Miller. Damn it. I'm always right. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe not always. Anyway. Uh, All right.
2: Uh, next match for the Never weight Championship, a match that, Damon, you weren't uh, necessarily looking forward to, but I thought turned out okay. Um, the champion, Katsuyuri Shibata, defending against Hiroyoshi Tenzon. And before we talk about the match, um, another thing that New Japan does almost better than anybody in the business is... Is their great video packages that they show? And I was saying earlier about how, uh, when you and I, when you know, we, we reviewed countless matches featuring your Kojimas and your Nagatas and your Nakanishis and your Tenzons, I thought that this video package did a great job of reminding you that Tenzon was one of the guys, you know, back in the early to uh, mid 2000s. I mean, he's a three time G1 Climax winner, so I thought that that did a good job of uh, kind of just reminding you and saying, hey, you know, Tenzon was no slouch in his day. Um, he can kick some ass. And uh, yeah, how about it?
1: I liked it. Um, and I, I I got some heat. You know, I got some heat from people saying, you know, I'm, I'm kind of discounting Tenzon and what he can do in a big spot. In a big way. And and yes, I went to this not thinking that this was going to be a horrible match by any stretch of the imagination. And if it, if it came across as that, uh, 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 that's not what I meant. I didn't, never thought this was going to be a horrible match. I thought this had a chance to be a good match. And it, to me, it over delivered. And once again, here's Damon with his hat in his hand, coming knocking on Tenzan's front steps. And I owe the man an apology because it was better than I thought. It was better than I gave him credit for. And it was a very good match. And I think it only was, went
2: about 10 minutes, by the way.
1: It was short. It was short. And and, and again, w- nobody expected he was going to go, you know, well, you know, we, we did question. And so I can't say that nobody did. We did question, you know, if it's going 15, 20 minutes, right? It didn't do it. It didn't, it didn't go that. So it didn't have the time to be a great match, I didn't think. I thought this was a good match. N- it certainly wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a great match. Right. It I I don't I don't think it was match.
2: as good as the match that Tenzon had with Elgin. Um I thought I thought that match no. was better, um, in my opinion. But like you said, you know, this was this a five star classic? No. But you know, they were given ten minutes to go out there. Um I thought we saw some I thought I thought we saw some good stuff. We saw some brutal headbutts, some sickening yep. headbutts. You could just yeah. hear that the thud of them, you know, between Tenzon and Shibata. Uh, what else did we see here in this match that was good? Um, how about that spot with the Mongolian chops and uh, <laughs> Shabana turns it into a triangle? I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I mean there was good, there was good stuff to hang your hat on in this match. Again, it wasn't great. I'm seeing people saying it was great. Come on. No, stop. it was good. It was good. It, it was it was good. Right. Yeah. Um, the Anaconda was,
2: vice spot was cool.
1: Yeah, but I will say this: it was better than I expected. It was better than I than the than what I expected. Uh, and, and again, I have to say it once again, Tenzon for Tenzon for Tenzon is having a great year. He's having a very good year. You know, I I go back and forth between very good and great. And to me, there's not much difference. And and to me, it's, it's somewhere in between Tenzon is having a very underrated, unexpected, good year. I think that's fair. Right. Yeah, yeah,
2: I would, I, I would say that's fair to say. Um,
1: unexpected, underappreciated by me, right, going into this year, and 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 if you told me January fourth that this would be the this would be Tenzan and the and and the output that he has produced, um, for me it's between him and Yoshihashi, uh, a two guys that have had unexpectedly very good years. Well, Damon,
2: I was going to keep this a secret, but my 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 two picks for the G one twenty six for the finals are Tenzan versus Yoshihashi. I didn't want to reveal that, but.
1: No shot, no <laughs> fucking shot. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk of eating hats on the internet. You know, it seems like everybody likes to eat hats. Uh, with, with the, I will eat your hat, my hat, and any hat, any third party hat you wish. If the final of the G one is Yoshihashi versus Tenzan, right? I will eat three hats. Three hats. My hat your hat, and a hat to be named later. I think
2: they call that the hat trick, as a oh, matter oh, of fact. Oh, look at
1: Alvin Miller with the hockey reference. Well done. Yeah, I'll do the hat trick. I'll do the fucking hat trick if it's Yoshihashi Tenzan in the G1 finals this year. You
2: know what's funny? I didn't even know that was a hockey reference. I I, I, I just know that, that was that's what JR always said after Chris Benoit did the three Germans in a row. He always said that he pulled out the hat trick, so...
1: You didn't know you didn't, you didn't know a hat trick is a hockey term. I had no idea. Come on, three goals, single one person, three goals, one game. My, my, I I
2: thought it was a Chris Benoit reference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That might be the greatest thing I've ever heard on this show.
2: <laughs> hey, I make it no secret I'm not a sports guy. I know shit no? about sports.
1: Wow, we, okay. Let's... I know a lot about Chris Benoit, though. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, right, right, right. I don't know which one's worse. <laughs>
2: I think that he, I think that Benoit made an appearance actually um in a, in in the video package it showed a was, was that him versus Tenzon at one point
1: I didn't notice
2: yeah they showed Tenzon uh in an in an early match doing like a diving headbutt uh okay. correct me if i'm wrong i'm i'm sure somebody out there uh, picked this up i could have sworn that it was Benoit lying on the canvas there
1: i did not see somebody's going to have to somebody's going to have to tweet us at purecast uh, with an answer on that. I would I that would be weird. But anyway I, I mean um, I'm just thinking of the, the the timeline of when Benoit was in and when so I guess like nineties he was ECW WCW. So it would have to be like early nineties, right? Mid early nineties?
2: It looked like he had um uh, when he first got to WWF at that point, um he looked like enough. he like he had that gear on couldn't have been him we have to do some research I, I, about now, that, I get, but... now i gotta
1: watch that yeah i, I will watch that <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I, I could I gotta... be wrong <laughs> well, it might be but yeah i think the timeline might be off but um i'll, I'll was it when was it during this video package
2: yeah yeah during the video package when they were showing all the highlights of tenzon throughout his career you know uh-huh. uh yeah, I could have sworn that it was it was him and Benoit in the ring at one point, but anyway, um, I digress from that. Yes, th- this was a good match. Ultimately, we saw uh, Shibata hit the penalty kick on Tenzon to pick up the win, and then afterwards, uh, we saw another story unfold here when uh, Tenzon's uh, his his friends, his buddies, Kojima and Nagata, uh, get in the ring to kind of help their fallen brethren up, and Shibata just takes his big boot and
1: shoves it right in Yuji Nagata's face. Yeah, here's here we go. It's it's the uh, the dad club as they're calling it. <laughs> you know? He's going
2: to do the hat uh, trick with them.
1: He's going uh, to. Here you go, Colin. right three. You're getting better. Uh, yep, we're going uh, we're going Nagada now. So that's uh, to me that's that's that potentially is is the best of the three. Notice how we're skipping right over Nakanishi? Thank fucking god. <laughs>
2: oh come on, I wanted to see that.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Nakanishi wasn't even good when he was at at, at at like his peak. You know what I mean? Like in in the two thousands. I never liked Nakanishi. Um I, I never thought he was anything to write home about. He was just to me. We talk about how slow and how plotting he is. I don't really remember him being anything but. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I was never, never a huge fan. So I'm glad we're skipping over that. We're going right to Yuji Nagata, which to me uh, of the three is good. Is is good. I, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, and if if Shibata you know completes the trifecta, if you will, the hat trick. Uh, I'd be thrilled with that as well. So if that's the program we're going, uh, I'm okay with that one. I'm okay with that. Wouldn't it be something if Yuji
2: Nagata beat Shibata for this Never title?
1: You think that would kill Shibata? I wouldn't kill him, but... um, How would you feel about that? I would like to see Yuji Nagata uh, lose to Shibata. So Shibata kind of you know makes his mark by clearing and again I don't, I don't i don't mean this in a disrespectful kick him to the curb kind of way but kind of takes care of all the legends all that gen, the, the third generation is what they're calling it um Damon yeah mcdonald
2: I, shitting all over the legends <laughs> in new japan how about it
1: uh, and i'm not because i'm i'm in for liger i'm in for liger and, and, I, and i'm in for nagata i'm in I, I don't think it's i don't think it's the right move to give them the belts well, I'm, I'm I'm okay with that, and the, and out of the three, I was okay with Kojima. I'm okay with that. I didn't want to see Tenzan or Nakanishi. Uh I'm okay with the other two. I'm okay with that. All
2: righty. So down the road, we're gonna see uh, Shibata versus Nagata, probably at Don'taku, I would say. But uh, you know that that remains to be seen. Maybe that'll be at a Road Two show as well.
1: i um, will be surprised for the Never Belt. A lot of times, they like to headline you know some of these smaller towns with yeah. the Never. Wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's elsewhere, but um, it's it's going to be in that range. I think we'll see it soon.
2: The semi-main event of the evening for the IWGP Tag Team Championship: the team of Tomoaki Honma and Togi Makabe, the champions, defending against Tamatonga and Tangaloa, the Gorillas of Destiny. You, you, you know what's really sad about this, Damon? When that I we s- can't pronounce his fucking name right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Number one, that's sad. Number two, when I saw that. Uh, this was the semi, and you know, I was thinking to myself, "Wait a minute, who, who the hell are Homa and Makabe fighting? I who are they? Who are they defending against? I couldn't even remember. So, what, what does that tell you about this tag team, the Gorillas of Destiny, as they're calling them,
1: or your short-term memory, or my short-term memory? <laughs> I,
2: I honestly, I it, it, it took me a couple seconds to, to remember who the hell are the challengers.
1: I, I have a new least favorite wrestler. I can tell you that I think we both do <laughs> I am I am not into Tama Roa loa Samoa, Samoa. I don't care he does zilcho for me Punga loa uh he uh he sticks out like a sore thumb uh the tag team I really don't like it's and and it, it these are these are things that we talked about last week that that Shown and rose to the surface in this match like like nothing else. One, talk about a dead crowd for this. They gave zero fucks about these belts getting switched. In fact, it was probably I heard um, like I, I and again going back to the English commentary. Uh, you hear Kevin Kelly kind of say, "Oh, the air is 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 out of the building." You know, it wasn't because <laughs> it was shocking. It was more of ah oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? They. Like uh, this tag team. I what's what was worse well, to, to you? Gun to your head. Would you take Anderson and Gallows back over this? Oh, absolutely.
2: And I, and yeah. I was saying it to you off air. I think I'll I'll take Doc Gallows over Tonga Loa any day of the week. <sighs> okay, and now that's and that's now, saying a now lot.
1: We're, now we're getting to a, into a we're getting into a magical moment here on the pure cat <laughs> we're getting into one of those one of those that it will be on the best ofs we're like when we have a best of what i take doc gallows a guy who i laid the boots to on numerous occasions on this very podcast would i take that
2: for like the first 25 episodes
1: <laughs> it really it really was i don't like I don't like, and he seems like a swell guy. He seems like a nice, you know, he seems yeah. like a guy that you can have a beer with, I guess, right? I don't know. Sure,
2: why not? Uh,
1: yeah, why not? Uh, Hoist uh, a, in, pint? In ri- a pint, a uh, pint, in ring, just would What I take Doc Gallows over, and again, how in the fuck do you? Is it? Is it? I know that you. T- we talked about this. It's Tomo. Okay, so, 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 so
2: on on paper. You would think that you would pronounce it
1: tangaroa, uh, but... I'm thirsty. I need a tangaroa. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a breakfast drink, doesn't it? Hey, everyone. I have some eggs and tangaroa. So <laughs> day with a little tangaroa.
2: No. um, Yeah. So, on paper, you would think you would pronounce it tangaroa, but apparently it is pronounced tangaloa. So... In the Tongan culture, I guess an R is an L. Like,
1: you know, I, what, fuck all about the Tongan culture. Hey,
2: that, that, that was my major in college, I'll have was, you know. T- Haku was, was my teacher.
1: It was Samoan and Tonga relations 101. <laughs> all right. Good good for you. Yeah, Jimmy Snooker. You had, had a shrine of, for Jimmy Snooker the Fiji <laughs> Island. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You watch a lot of rugby
2: yeah no no but can of course you do that
1: dance can you do the dance that every Samoan does that that you know that kind of squat down whatever I, <laughs> fucking Samoans I'm gonna get angry hate mail from them <laughs> um can you do the dance can you do the chant
2: no unfortunately no? Okay. uh if, if, the studies if I would have majored in it then we probably oh, would have covered that but it was it majored. was just a minor
1: okay but, all right <laughs> just Radio a minor. TV. Radio TV major, Samoa Fiji studies minor. That's a, no wonder. No wonder you're not making any fucking money. <laughs> so so back to our
2: back to our original point. <laughs> what a
1: waste of a college education that was. Oh, hey.
2: tell me about it. Tell me about it. All
1: right.
2: Back to our original point. I guess that it's Tonga uh, Tonga Loa. I'm I'm going to ask Kevin Kelly about it because that's how he was saying it. Maybe maybe he knows better
1: than we do. He was going L.
2: Yeah, he was he was going L. At least that's what it sounded like to my ears. All
1: right, can I? I, I here's how I I learned how to pronounce it, uh, and, and this is how I'm pronouncing it, um, and it may be a little bit different. Mine is pronounced shitbag.
2: <laughs> wow!
1: <laughs> because I find like I was never impressed with him in uh, WWE. In WWE, I don't even I,
2: remember him. In, who, who was he? I, uh,
1: Camacho was it?
2: I don't even remember. Was he in NXT?
1: Yeah, he was in NXT. Um, Honest to God, I I, I could have sworn he was on Superstars a couple times. Like, was it, wasn't he in TNA too? Yeah. Uh, listen, he's nothing to write home about. He is nothing to write home about. And him in a New Japan ring, <whistles> blech. Boo. Uh, I, I, and here's another thing too. You know, we're sitting here praising Tamatanga, and and I, I would have hoped that this this you know, this, this push, so to speak, this, uh, focus on him. What a bit of singles run. Yeah. What has he done in 2016?
2: He had that one good match, uh, during, uh, it was during the new Japan cup, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, who was that against? I don't even remember. Yeah, exactly. I don't okay, even right. remember. But I don't he- think there's anything that was really too right homish about.
2: No, no, nothing, you know, memorable obviously but he did have a few good matches during the New Japan Cup but yeah like you I was hoping for a singles push you know I'm thinking Tama Tonga having some you know breakout matches in the G1 Climax 26 now I'm questioning to myself wow is he is he even going to be in it I don't know
1: well I mean there's I mean they, they had Anderson and Gallows in it I mean I, I would hope that he would be in it Do You want
2: to see Tonga Loa in no.
1: the G1 Climax No No I would rather see Takahashi I, I- I, 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 you know, I sit here and I say silly things and, you know, legitimately this Tonga is my least favorite pro wrestler in New Japan right now. Wow, I, would so take, I would take Takahashi.
2: We're, we're, we're going even deeper down the rabbit hole now.
1: I, and he, he, here's the problem. It's, it's where he is on the card that I have the biggest challenge, you know, uh, trying to overcome. In the semi-main event of the evening. Semi-main event and your new tag champions. We're gonna see a lot of them. This is not like we're gonna see him in the first. You know, this is not like us. You know, people kind of like rolling their eyes, like, oh, "Why is he bitching about Takahashi?" He's the first fucking match on the show. Who cares? Okay, I all right. You get point. Fair, fair enough. Good point. It's fun. It's fun to, to kind of kick kick Takahashi around a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. This. Yeah, that's this, fun. At least this is yeah, painful. This is not fun. This is not fun. This is, this is the top of the show. This is the tag straps, and the tag straps have been very devalued very devalued in the past two years. We get that. Still, you're tag champs. What the fuck? I'm not into this. Not even that I'm
2: not into it. It's not good. And it's not good. And you know that we're going to see a rematch between these two as well.
1: Yeah, well, you, this first match wasn't anything to write home about.
2: And, uh, Damon, I, I don't think that... Uh, it didn't happen yet, but I don't think the second match really has much hope.
1: I'm... Uh, n- again, based off the first, again, we were sitting here, you know, we were kind of shitting on the idea of this tag team. We, we weren't feeling the tag team, but at least we were like, all right, well, let's see what happens in an evasion attack. You know, they got a big spotlight. You know, maybe this would be a great match and we'll be in, right? Right. Nope. They did, they did, they did, they did themselves zero favors with this match. They did themselves zero favors with this match. Not good. Not good at all.
2: No. So basically we saw the, uh, the Gorillas of Destiny hit, like, sort of like a modified Magic Killer on, uh... I, I, I assume it was oh, Honma. I don't even remember. That's that, yeah. That's that's how unmemorable the match yeah. was.
1: It's with two of them. He kicked out of the first one, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, he kicked out of the first one, then they hit the they second, second one. And, and yeah, the Gorillas of Destiny, your new IWGP uh Tag Team Champions. Now, what I was alluding to earlier on commentary, and I think that it was Mr. Kevin Kelly who, uh kind of threw this out there he said that there uh is sort of like a separation now between the elite and the bullet club i believe the word he used was there's a there's a click there's a clickish thing going on <laughs> well, with I the elite that. and there might be sort of like a, a little uh competition going on between the two so i just thought that was kind of uh an interesting little tidbit that he dropped there
1: yeah i'm, I'm hoping you know uh, like i said the, the the bullet club is has has as the kids like to say, "Jump the shark." Right? It, it's it's we're, we're, we're past the point of this being uh, fun or uh, interesting. Uh, it looks like the Bullet Club, the, pe- the 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 people that are riding the Bullet Club mantle are uh, a notch below uh, the Omegas in the box. So, um, yeah, uh, I I hope that there is a even deeper line in the sand between the uh, elite and the Bullet Club because. Ugh, no, By the way, what?
2: Damon, do you know who coined the phrase "jump the shark"? Do I know who coined definitely jump.
1: Well, I know originally the thought it was like a happy days thing, right? It was the it was the episode where Fonzie jumps the shark.
2: That's where it comes from, but do you know yeah. who actually coined the phrase? No, I don't. It is Mr. John Hine of the Howard Stern show. Um He's not a guy that you hear on air a whole lot, but he's one of the producers there who I actually worked alongside. So uh, shout out to Mister John Hine on the Purecast. <laughs> <Okay. Bureau> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure he's listening. I'm sure. I'm sure some listeners have to know who John Hine is. Anyway, he coined the phrase. I, I think I know the name.
1: I, you know, I had I had Sirius in my car for a little bit. I couldn't handle it because the, one, the fucking music stations drove me nuts. Like, like I'm gonna listen to First Wave, right? With with Richard Blyde. And Richard Blade is the fucking worst, Colin. You, you know who Richard Blade is?
2: I don't, actually. He was like
1: a Los Angeles DJ in like the 80s and 90s. And like he helped break a lot of bands like The Cure and Depeche Mode and everything. But he's just oh, he's so annoying. And like he'll be like, here's an upbeat number to get you a- – Friday night going. Here's some Bronsky beat and you're like, Ugh, fuck. Here's some B fifty twos. Shut up. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this. Yeah,
2: I hear some of these I hear some of these uh these these geeks uh on serious radio and I think to myself, Why can't I find uh work on radio? Anyway, that's a whole yeah. different story for uh another. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I
1: don't have XM on my car anymore, but I did <laughs> listen. I, did, I do know the name, John. I do know the name. Okay. Anyway,
2: finally, we arrive at the main did you like event. my Richard Blade
1: imitation? Pretty good, right? All, all, all our, our uh, <laughs> UK listeners, they love that one, right?
2: I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did.
1: Here's a number for you. Little Depeche Mode. Master and seventh. That's terrible. I don't even know. I sound like a robot now.
2: <laughs> Imagine if you did the entire Purecast like that in, from now in on. In
1: robot British accent, <laughs> yes. I think the Kushida match was wonderful. Here's a little cure <laughs> for you on a Saturday night.
2: All right. So for the IWGP heavyweight championship, the champion, the rainmaker Kazushika Okada defending against Tetsuya Naito. Um, once again, I have to say the video package before this match was great. And I love how um they showed the history between these two. They even showed a clip of uh, Naito tapping out Okada back when Okada was a young boy. How about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you, uh, it was a, uh, uh um oh i just fucking forgot the name of the faction uh it was um uh oh ctu uh the the heel group that liger helped form um ctu uh it was you know how like they had like nwo shows and like uh, suzuki Goon shows well, right this was a, a ctu show because if you look at the ring uh it's had the CTU logo in it. I just thought I'd bring that up. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. There's actually a match um, that I saw recently. Ah, never mind. I'm, we won't get into that. But go back and watch uh, Liger's heel stuff with CTU. was both equally good and awful at the same time. Okay, next.
2: Yeah, so I thought that the commentators uh, really did a great job of telling uh, Naito's story, his transition, you know, from uh, uh, a suppo- someone who is supposed to um, be one of the, top four guys in new japan to uh someone who kind of got some might say screwed over in a way you know they talked about how uh the fans shunned him and voted um that okada naito match back at wrestle kingdom 8 Uh, They voted for Tanahashi and Nakamura to be the main event. So I think that they really did a good job of, you know, if you were a a first-time viewer of New Japan, it didn't, you know, watch it religiously uh, like we do. If you sat down, you know, they they did a good job at kind of, you know, tying all the pieces together um, to the Naito that we see now in front of us. And this was, obviously, this was a strong Naito crowd.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, the point that you mentioned, you know, I think Kelly and Karina did an outstanding job in that factor of, you know, kind of telling the story of, of you know, Naito and, 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 and when he turned the corner, you know, into being one of the top guys. I thought they did a really great job on that. Um, yes, the crowd was it, and it felt pro Naito big time. Um, if you follow uh, you know, Chris Charlton. Um again uh he's 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 a guy who did uh, Lions Pride they talked about him uh on the show You got a show. bunch of
2: shout outs on the show Yeah
1: absolutely well deserved um he was tweeting out some stuff um you know w- with Naicho and and the crowd and he was saying you know that it was like 80 20 pro Naicho uh, and not that they hated Okada not that they were you know not that it was like a like a negative thing they were just they wanted this to happen you know um and 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 you know, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that this was like, you know, the crowd kind of uh, urging Baba to uh, have Misawa get a big win in early, uh, you know, all Japan 90s. And um, you know, we all know that story, but it, it wasn't I wouldn't say it was that far, you know, you know with the fans kind of dictating the, the, the actions of the company, because I think they, they had this in their mind the whole way. But. Man, this crowd was ready for a title change. They were ready for Naita to take the spot, and not for nothing. Good for him. Good for fucking him. This was this was this was long time those, coming. It was a long time coming. Not to say that anything was promised to the guy, not to say that anything was, was you know, he had anything delivered to him on a silver platter, but you know what? He found a way to make this work. This gimmick that quite honestly, here's Damon once again coming with his hat in his hand. Because I shit all over Naito's gimmick, and I'm still not 100% into it, truth be told. But the guy made it work, and just because I don't see it all the way, that it doesn't mean that it's not red fucking hot. It doesn't mean that people are ready and chomping at the bit to make it happen. I can be wrong. My opinions can be wrong and different, but here you it is. Say. Yeah, you don't say. But here it is, in a nutshell: the guy is red hot. They made the move, and I'm all in. Good, good on, good on New Japan, and good on fucking Naito.
2: And I love that one shot early into the match too, uh, when Naito was making his entrance. Did you notice that shot they they showed of that girl in the audience who yeah, had the, the Louis right. and yeah. cap? She 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 kind of had her like like her fingers or, or her hands collapsed in like prayer almost. Yeah. And she had this very concerned look on her face. I thought that was great.
1: <laughs> yeah, she wanted that to happen in the worst way. No doubt. Uh, that was that was a good shot. That was a very good shot. This match was great. I thought this match was, was, was great. It was. Um, and
2: uh, well, just uh, a quick uh, point I want to make. I think both of us, um, as we are with all of these Naito matches before they happen, we're always a bit concerned about if the los Ingobernobles in interference is going to hurt the quality of the match i i did not mind it here at all i i, I think that it actually helped to tell the story
1: i didn't mind it. it it yeah i mean the the where we got to where you know the story and and the road that it led us on uh to get to the end point i it, yes i'm always I'm always skeptical of interference, and I'm always, you know, if if I have my choice to have it and not have it, I will always, almost always, say let's not have it. Uh, but yeah, in this case, it makes sense, and I put that in air quotes. Um, even with the interference, I still thought the match was 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 tremendous. I thought it was very good, um, and it's it's a big deal, you know. You know, when you, when you look back on this, this is this is a. I don't want to say it's a transition. I don't want to say it's a changing of the guard. And I don't want to, you know, sit here and, and be like it's you know it's a new day for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> oh yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Kodobushi coming back. He's going to play a trombone at Ringside. He's going to come uh, out of a cereal box. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, but this was a big deal. This the, let's let's not let's not kind of downplay this 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 moment. This was a big deal. Naito getting this win. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, a lot of the tweets from uh, Kidani, uh, who was not the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling, who was not in the building. Um, and, and Naito made a big deal about this before the match and even after and during his, his, his post-match. Um, did you happen to catch any of, of the tweets? Chris Charlton, again, once again, uh, tweeting out and translating some of the tweets that uh, Kidani had during the match. Do you mind if I read one or two?
2: No, no, sure, absolutely. I, I, I did not catch one of those tweets and, and uh, any of those tweets. And just I, to add really quick, I did see that interview with uh, Naito beforehand where he said he, he, that, that this match was actually against three people. It was against Okada, Ghetto, and Kidani. So, yeah.
1: yes, please, read the tweets. All right, so this is during the match. Uh, and again, this is Kidani, and this is uh, Chris Charlton. It's Charlton, right? C H A R L C I Yes, I believe so. All right. um, this is his translation. What's going on? get a grip everyone there (laughs) right that's that's his first tweet second tweet um if wrestling's a mirror to society what does this uh what do i have oh okay i'm sorry let me read it back uh if if wrestling's a mirror to society what does this support of naito say (laughs) this is the president of new japan tweeting wow (laughs) that's great um good stuff there um well, yeah, I, again, I, I liked the match a lot. I thought the match was tremendous. Um, again, uh, more shenanigans and a new Los Ingobernables member, Colin.
2: That was right, and that was something that I was actually out of the loop on, believe it or not. I did not know that we were going to see a new Los Ingobernables member interfere here in the match. And uh, he took off his mask, and it was none other than Sonada. Sanada.
1: Yeah, uh, again, unfamiliar – for those who are unfamiliar, and the people in in Sumo Hall, when he took off that mask, a lot of people knew. And it took me a second, I'm not going to lie, to be like, who the fuck is that? Oh, yeah, Sonata. Um, Yeah, again, he's an all-Japan guy. He's a Wrestle 1 guy. Um, I think a lot of North American people recognize him from his TNA time. Uh, if you harken back uh, a couple of years ago, maybe a year or so ago, maybe a little bit longer, uh, he was the one who turned on uh, the great Muda when uh, the great Muda was uh, you know, doing a little thing for TNA back, uh, again, maybe about a year or two ago. Uh, he, he turned on Muda, went with James Storm, uh, if you remember back. Well, guess what? I think th- this is a good, strong, solid move, not only for Los Ingobernables. I like this for New Japan, and here's why. Here's a guy that, quite honestly, was kind of floundering, kind of you know c- couldn't find his mark with uh, you know, all Japan, couldn't find his mark with 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 Wrestle One. Two companies that are struggling. Let's be honest here, and for him to kind of you know make a move to New Japan is telling. Not only because you know it helps his career, you know in a, in a much bigger spotlight. Number one, but number two. Uh, you know, it, it it for New Japan, it, it's, it goes a little bit outside of the box, right? New Japan is not that notorious for kind of grabbing onto other talent from other promotions and bringing them on. And this is a perfect uh, example of them doing it and doing it um, to not only help this match in particular, but that kind of helps strengthen Los Ingo Ingobernables and help Sonata as you well. You know who I thought it was going to be? I thought it was going to be Goshi Ozaki you know what that's 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 not a bad call uh physically not quite the same but yeah i mean that when i was looking at it you know before he took off the mask i was like is that is that alex shelley <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of thought it was for a minute but it obviously it wasn't uh but no i like it i think it's good I'm, um i'm okay with this uh obviously los ingobernables is the uh the new heel faction that's, uh and, and should I say, the strongest heel faction in New Japan right now. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm good with it. I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for everyone involved. What was
2: your favorite moment during this match? And I'll tell you mine. I love when uh, Okada was throwing all the uh, ingober nobles out to the outside uh, over the barricades, and then he did that running cross body into all three of them. I thought that yeah. was great.
1: Yeah, they clears, he clears out, like again, into the crowd again, for Christ's sake. Enough of this. Um, You know what? Look. I thought the match was very good. Um, I wasn't a big fan of, of all the bushy interference, all the evil inf- interference, and I get it told the story of Okada kind of trying to overcome everything, and then he overcame uh, the mist. He over well, he ducked the mist. Yeah, he yeah, ducked yeah, the it,
2: mist. Imagine that.
1: Yeah, that, I mean that that that's you know, but again, he he couldn't the the, the last straw, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, was the Sonata uh, interference. So, look, I, I, th- I think this was a very good match. I think what happened, you know, the finish and, and the story that happens afterward is more significant than the match itself. I think the match was good. Uh, I don't think it was great. I don't think it's going to be talked about when we talk about, you know, match of the month or match of the year. Probably stuff.
2: not. Probably not. But. No,
1: no. But I think, you know, again, what the story that it told, and 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 where we're going is going to be much more significant than the match itself.
2: And by the way, uh just a side note here. I don't know if he was just reading tweets, but uh, Steve Carino did a better job at translating than uh Yoshitatsu did at Wrestling Kingdom.
1: <laughs> I he had to have somebody in his ear or somebody next to him. I I mean, I, I, I don't know um you know how fluent and and, uh he did spend a lot of time in japan so maybe who knows he said that uh, he speaks at um third grade level second third grade level yeah he
2: he said second third grade level um but yeah uh naito did a cut a promo afterwards and he said that there is a new era in new japan pro wrestling he thanked the fans in his own way and how about him just tossing the belt in 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 the ring just tossing it on the ground and walking away
1: giving no fucks right yep no fucks Uh, naito I got a little bit more translation for Naito. Um, the atmosphere in this place, can you feel it? How about on World? I guess he's referring to New Japan World. Nice. Uh, take that $2 million pro- or $2 million, yen, I'm assuming, project. Shove it. You don't need that money. I'm proof. Kidani, watching through your TV screen, have a good day, boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Listen, I told I said it before that, that some of the best stuff out of Naito is, is not even necessarily in ring, it's these interviews and, and this different dynamic and this different different layer to his character. So
2: I think you said uh, it last week. N- Naito's almost uh very CM Punk esque.
1: Yeah, yeah. You could kind of draw the, the, the similarities between the two, right? Um look, it's good. Again, I'm not gonna sit here and repeat myself over and over again like I seem to always do, but it, it, for me it wasn't so much the match the match was good it's it's about the significance of where we are the fact that this match Naito on top drew this house in a big building in a big spot on a big show uh, and the fans were were really behind them really behind them you heard it. It, 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 it this this was this was, this, was, this to me I'm excited because to me it feels like this is a defining moment let me repeat that this is a defining moment in new japan it really is it really is
2: when you start to think about it
1: yeah i mean not many people are holding that top belt right aj
2: yeah i mean what has it been for the past you know uh, four years it's been tanahashi uh, okada and aj right
1: Yeah, yeah i mean not many people are holding that top strap this is a big fucking deal for naito uh, and Los Ingobernables, and and the fact that they are uh, hitching their wagon to this is is it's exciting. I'm not going to lie, it's exciting. Uh, I'm 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 very curious to see where we go with this, and I think everybody is uh, along for the ride. So, well done, New Japan. Well done, because because here's the thing that took balls. It did. That took balls. Um, you, you know, it 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 you you would be you'd be naive, and you'd be re- listen. We talked about a company last weekend who just said, we're plowing straight ahead. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a belt. I don't give a fuck. Right? We said this. And that's exactly what happened. Right? And everybody kind of was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, they don't listen to their audience. Can't say that about New Japan. Can't say that about New Japan. They went with a hot hand.
2: And I know that we're jumping months and months ahead now, but, um, w- what do you think? Do you think that uh Okada versus Naito is looking like a good Wrestle Kingdom 11 main event?
1: Well, here's here's and I've heard this I get and I and I apologize uh, where I read this and I kind of agree with this kind of train of thought. I think we see Naito and and Okada in Osaka, right in July. I think I think you see that. I think you see the, a rematch there. Um I, I think this is a perfect example of of Okada kind of struggling through um, and maybe maybe he's your G1 winner. Right, and maybe that's kind of uh, you know where we go uh, with this G one win to lead to Wrestle Kingdom. So uh, I think you know if if you put a gun to my head right now and, and said, okay, Damon, who's winning this G one? I think it's Okada.
2: Yeah, I would say so too. Like currently, in 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 April two thousand sixteen, after what we just witnessed, I would have to say Okada is your G one winner, and he's going to face Naito in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom eleven. Currently, I mean, who who knows what could happen? I mean, crazy shit has already happened in two thousand sixteen thus right. far. So
1: you know, we'll see. Right, but I think you know, I think this is going to be this summer is going to be the the you know we talk about how Goto got his groove back. It's going to be about Okada getting his groove back, right? Uh, and Naito kind of running rough shot uh, with the with the belt into that time. So I think uh, we're looking at a defense probably in Osaka. That would make sense. That, that crowd's gonna be fucking berserker. We know that, right?
2: Do you think now uh, with with the current circumstances? You know, we know that Osaka has been a notoriously anti-Naito crowd. How do you think they're gonna react oh, in they're June? Go
1: crazy. They're gonna go nuts. That's gonna be great. I think I think they're gonna go batshit crazy. Uh, I think it's going to be a real fun show. Uh, and I think Naito pins Okada clean. Clean as a sheet, right? Just to, just to further emphasize that. And again, Okada kind of gets his groove back, wins G1, and then we're off the Wrestle Kingdom.
2: Hey, sounds like a good story to me. I'm all yeah. in.
1: And, and and here's the thing. This is going to be a fun spring and summer, right? You got Naito Okada, right? You got Liger Kushida. You got Nagata Shibata. You got Evil Goto. You got all right, maybe Fale Tana, And then you got Omega Elgin. Yeah,
2: and then you got the best of the Super Juniors coming up. You got the Return of the Super J Cup. You got you know, the G one climax is gonna be here before we know it. Yeah. We're yeah, in August some is, we're in store August for spring. some tasty stuff.
1: Tasty stuff indeed, Colin Miller. So overall, thumbs up on invasion attack, right? Yes, thumbs up. Thumbs up as well. Uh I think this is the the best show since Wrestle Kingdom. What do you think?
2: absolutely exceeded both of our expectations.
1: It did. It did. Absolutely. And I went into it kind of low. I will admit, I kind of went into it a little bit low. I think it broke my expectations. Uh, I think the show itself was good. I thought the delivery was good. I thought the English commentating was great, unlike mine, because I can't speak. Um, I thought they did a great job. Uh, Thumbs up all the way around. Well done. Excellent job.
2: All right, so that concludes our review of Invasion Attack 2016. And I'm looking at the calendar now for the rest of April. And the next thing that's on the calendar, on Tuesday, April 12th, it says New Japan Pro Wrestling Company Briefing. So, Damon, I guess we're going to be here next week talking about the company briefings
1: (laughs) on the PuroCast. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I got to sit through a business meeting? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I'm going to see PowerPoints and get, like, uh, a ledger uh, well, you know what? I, uh, uh, there will be interesting things to come out of it. I'm sure. Hopefully, some financials. Hopefully, um, you know, we have our usual uh, cast doing a lot of the translating to help us along there to give us the information. Uh, so, no shows, huh? All right. Well, listen, I got. Look, there's still plenty of pro wrestling out there. <laughs> I'll be watching. I'm sure. Well, um, I, I think here's here's another thing though, um, and I don't know where you're going, but we can go here if you want. Sure. Um, Ring of Honor in New Japan, once again, announcing some more shows. Um, I
2: know, and it's making me angry. Because- it really is. I don't
1: have any money for this yeah. shit. <laughs> I know. I'm all out. You're, you're going to make me use that fucking voucher for American Airlines, you pricks. <laughs> you're going to make me cash that fucking thing in? Oh, Christ. Uh, yeah, but Boston's getting a show, right? That should be fun. That's the one I'm kind of looking at. I'm looking at Boston. And yeah, then they're go. doing
2: two shows. Once again, at Sam's Town in Las Vegas in August, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that and then add on the, uh, uh, the stuff in May. That's coming right around the corner, actually. Uh, the Toronto, Chicago, uh, Terminal 5 in New York. Yeah, this is like the 10th show, isn't it? Like the, the, there's, there's a lot of shows with these New Japan guys.
2: Damon, I know that, you know, I've been privately uh, championing this, uh, you know, with you for a while now, but I don't know. I And I I, I think our fans would agree that we should be the official, um, I don't even know what the word would be, um, English, a- a- <laughs> <laughs> yes, North American liaisons uh, at these Ring of Honor shows for New Japan Pro Wrestling. We should be there with the microphone, you know, talking to fans, um, you know.
1: Uh, I would love to. Look, Look, I don't want to spend any more money. <laughs> I'm tired of spending. Now, actually, like I said, Boston is probably the one I have circled. I don't think I'm going to be able to make Vegas. Um, if Again, if I'm planning on going to a dome in Tokyo – uh, Boston might be the easiest one. I can I can cash in that voucher. I could get first class column. Whoa, Boston. look at you. Yeah, it's our it's like an like an hour flight, something like that. That might that might be the one. And then uh, it's in but it's not in Boston proper. It's like in um Lowell, which is about thirty, Yeah.
2: Oh, I wonder if that's close to West Newberry, Massachusetts. I don't know.
1: <laughs> what's in what's in Westbury, Massachusetts? I don't know. <laughs> why, why? no, what is it? You had to why that town?
2: It was, it was a John Cena reference. I thought you'd get oh, it.
1: Ah, no, no. That went well over my... I didn't see it. Get it? I can't see me? I didn't see I it. I get it. Nice no one. Belief.
2: No, but yeah, the Boston show... Um, I know that the, the, the Vegas show is actually... that. That's going to be an pay per view Death Before Dishonor.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: so they're doing that live on Pay-per-view Friday, well, August they,
1: 19th. Yeah, I know they really like that building. I mean the setup there is really nice
2: yeah I thought so too I I, I thought that it looked um, really good and by the way once again I mentioned this last week you can check out that ROH 14th anniversary show on NJPW World now if you want to get an idea of what that Sam's Town venue looks like and you know if you're uh, a, a person who's kind of like on the fence about you know flying out for one of these weekends especially to Las Vegas absolutely do it because it's a lot of fun and it's almost like a like a family atmosphere environment there because you meet up with, you know, other pro wrestling fans. It's just a good time all, all around. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh, yeah. I and mean, Yeah. If you can make it there, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> if you can make it. Yeah. If you, you know, if you can find an airline that can get you there on time, it'd be fucking awesome.
2: Delta, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's fun. You know, it's, it's, it's always a good time. It's all in one building. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up anybody's ass. If you're, if you're under the age of, 50 you know samstown's not really the target demographic for you Um, it's off the strip it's it is off the strip um you know and trust me uh, you saw more motorized scooters and oxygen tanks than you saw anything else (laughs) hey i fit right in (laughs) i'm an old soul you know that yeah that's true um that being said um it's it's all in one place and and the building is nice and uh yeah i mean it's 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 a real it's a real convenient spot so um all good there. I would I would highly recommend it. Um, and even the Boston shows, you know, and even the New York shows, and the Chicago shows.
2: That's right. The um, New York shows right around the corner. You'll be at that one.
1: I'll be at that one. Um, and again, I'm 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 kind of earmarking the the Boston one too. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But It's just enough of these shows, guys. You're fucking making me poor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Enough. But yeah, it should I'm, be good. Uh, but they also mentioned. Um, I don't know if you caught in the Observer. Um, and I'm hoping, too, because, you know, not for nothing, you're starting to see a lot of the same guys at, at these shows, right? Um, hopefully, we'll get a Naito, right? Yeah, I, I, I would assume. Right, we'll get Naito. He was in, he was in Philly once, right before um, he he went Los Ingobernables.
2: Yeah, we right? saw him face uh, Michael
1: Elgin. Yes, correct, yeah. Um, good match. Yeah, not bad. Um, so, hopefully, we'll see a little Naito. I'm hoping there was some uh, scuttlebutt of a Shibata. Whoa, I'd, that I'd would like be to see Shibata. that would be something. Yeah, I, I think it's visa issues. Same thing with Kenny Omega. Uh, so hopefully they can get those things ironed out, and we'll get Shibata here as well. So fingers crossed there. But I'm sure you'll see your Tanahashis. I'm sure you'll see uh, Kushida. Right, <laughs> he, he seems to like it the, to take the trip over here. Um, maybe Okada. You
2: know, we'll maybe see Captain New Japan.
1: I, I, just somebody different. I, I like <laughs> I like it when they have somebody there. I'm, I'm sure Ishii will be here with the Ring of Honor uh, TV belt. Um, I like Shibata. Be really fucking sweet if we could get Shibata over here. That'd be wonderful.
2: So the next ROH uh, New Japan show is uh, Sunday, May eighth. That is a Global Wars in Chicago Ridge, and I'm looking at the calendar here on New Japan World. Um, the next uh, wrestling event is at Corken Hall Saturday. April 23rd, that starts the Road to Wrestling Dontaku. That's going to be a weekend, actually, the 23rd and the 24th. I just want to thank everyone out there for listening to us each and every week. We really do appreciate all of your support. Keep those five-star reviews coming in on iTunes. It helps us in the rankings Remember to subscribe to us on there. You can also subscribe to us on Stitcher Radio. And when you, when you subscribe directly to our feed, you get each and every brand new episode of the PuroCast delivered automatically to the device of your choosing. Um, you can also check out newjapanpurocast.com. We have a website. It, it is, uh, you know, it's a work in progress, but um, we've gotten some good comments about it already. So check us out on there. Subscribe to our feed. Um, you can also listen to us on the Great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network you can subscribe to them as well they have lots of other great great pro wrestling audio for you to listen to we're usually up there on on their website uh usually by monday afternoon i know a lot of our great listeners like to listen to us on there and that is cool too the Purocast is available in many many different platforms and of course like us on facebook facebook.com slash new japan Purocast, and follow us on twitter at at purocast and i think that we're due for another one of those shows where uh we answer uh we have a little listener Q and A, so that could be on the horizon maybe as soon as next weekend so we'll see about that
1: yes that would be a wonderful thing to answer some questions and again there was a, a thread on reddit where they were talking about podcasting and wrestling podcasts and the like and uh there were a couple people that put us over you know and that was very nice to see
2: all right, Damon. So before we wrap this edition of the Purocast up, any final words for our listeners?
1: No, uh, shockingly not. Um, but again, You're speechless. Uh, I'm not speechless. I so I could wax poetically about anything. Um, no, but uh, again, we appreciate uh, all the kind words and uh, you know uh, all that stuff. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, all that fun stuff. That's all I got. Done. Alrighty, that works for me. I'm I'm petered out. It's like it's like I don't have so much in in the you know two hours of talking about this. I'm 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 out of gas. I'm I'm officially no more flames. I'm I'm flameless right now. So once again, I'm like the rock with that flamethrower. Can picture you lighting a a a giant daemon on on fire? (laughs) Yeah, I would only right now. I'd only maybe light the D and the A at this point. (laughs) Everything else would be
2: uh, unflamed. Alright, so on that note, remember subscribe to us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys right here next week on the New Japan cast